Do you want to do this intro? Go on. Go on. We, I, I am Ben. You are? I am Lee. Lee Roy, a.k.a. Yes. Doris. And we are on our third podcast. The third one. We've made it to three. We have. We've jibbed uh, Nick off. Yeah, he's useless. Yeah. So we bend him off. Plus, it's the weekend. He's uh, at it's Tesco. A, it's Saturday. It is for Saturday. us. For us, it's Saturday. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's got his second job, the one that pays him more money. <laughs> it does two days and gets paid more. <laughs> Which is um, not difficult, really. <laughs> no. Because um, we pay him absolutely peanuts. Well, that's it. You got get monkeys. You pay peanuts, don't you? Well, to be honest, I'm just thinking. That plane again. <laughs> you don't hear planes here at any point in the day. As soon as you press record on this podcast studio, the jumbo jet goes above. I know, the big beluga. Yeah. So um, we still haven't got any guests. No. Which is um, our fault, really, because we've not asked anybody to come on yet. Well, we've teed a few people up, haven't we? Mm. So we've teed, like, um, Mark up at Awesome. Yeah. And Tabby and, and Abib. Basically, everybody at Awesome we've teed up. Yeah. So they're sort of like, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely come on. But I don't think they realise how much abuse they're going to get. Oh, they're going to get it. Because we abuse each other, so that's just going to be normal. Standard, yeah. It is going to be, that's just standard stuff. But but it, but it is only in typical Evil GT style. Mm. You know, it's not, none of it's meant, is it? So no. when we uh, when we take the piss a little bit and we come across as a little bit... Racist, homophobic, sexist. What's the other? Who comes across as racist? You. Bollocks. I, I know I get on the red. I might as well just get it out there before we start because some people might be watching this, listening to this and thinking, your pair of racist, racist. It's like the wa wabbit. <laughs> it's like Jonathan Wasp. <laughs> <laughs> you couple of racist pricks. No. Why? Just because we pick on a beeb? He picks yeah. on us. So let's just get it out there first. We're not racist. No. Um, a beeb likes us, I think. Maybe a bit sexist. Occasionally. Because it's men against women, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, before we come in here, you did say, wife, can you make sure you bring us a brew on an hour? That wasn't how I said it. You did. You I didn't. Like, Tell the truth. I didn't... I didn't Listen do here, you slag. I, I definitely <laughs> didn't say that. I won't have any kneecaps. <laughs> but what I did say is, do you want to go out later? And she said, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I said, well, in about an hour into this podcast, can you bring us a couple of brews? You know, in modern day society, that's called bribery. <laughs> yeah, bribery works. I've got so many stories about my wife and how I've had to bribe her just to get some cars. Yeah. And you know what? Today's video, today's podcast, I usually say video because we're doing the YouTube, aren't we? Yeah. Today's podcast is going to be, well, it's supposed to be YouTube still. YouTube related. YouTube related. Right. But Which it will be, eventually. We've got two yeah, hours to yeah, talk about. Yeah, we've got two hours and we're only two minutes 57 into it. Yeah. So, um... We wanted to do today, the reason we've not got any guests on yet is because we've got shitloads of stuff to talk about. Mm. Yeah, and they'd only spoil it, wouldn't they? So. Well, they'd get in the way. Mm, definitely. Because, you know, we're that self-obsessed and um, oh, without a doubt, narcissistic. Yeah. Yeah. You I know. mean, he spends half an hour in the mirror doing his hair. It's ridiculous. Well, that's uh, about 29 minutes too long. Because I look <laughs> at my hair and think, it's done. <laughs> and if you know how much hair I've got, well... Both of us haven't yeah. got much. I mean, you've got some. It's I've, I need a trim, to be honest with you. It's quite long, that. I usually just go for a zeros. Um, thanks, mate. There you go. Thank you. You remembering what buttons are what now? Yeah. We'll Look. get there eventually. Mm. Well, I'm you just trying to... Little sticky labels for it or something. I do, right. Well, to be honest, is um, this is a road uh, roadcaster podcasting. Um, we bought it because it's supposedly one of the best ones. If you're listening to this, you can't see what we're looking at. But if you're watching it... You still probably can't see what we're looking at because the camera's so far away. But there is a thing that goes around it and you can put little labels on it. Oh, is there? Where's so that? In it's the in box? A, it's in a box in upstairs in the other office oh, room. Right. 
that would have been a useful no, accessory well, to like, include. Well, it? it would be. Yeah, we're decent. But we'll get around to it eventually. Uh, okay. I mean, Rome wasn't built in a day, was That's it? That's very true. It I wasn't. Mean, look at this podcast studio. Mm, definitely it wasn't. It all. So um, I'm going to tell you a couple of stories about my what I've had to do to bribe my wife first. And then we'll get on to YouTube and how much money. We're in debt. Oh, God, yeah. People love people being in debt. Yeah. Because it makes their own life feel less debty. Yeah, if ever you were, if ever you sat there and thought, oh, I'm in a few grand's worth of debt, I feel a bit shit. Don't fucking worry about it. Because we've got six figures worth of debt. Yeah. And um, the banks are closing in on us. So don't forget, keep subscribed. Three pound a month plus that. <laughs> we only get about two pound fifty of that, don't we? I just need to clarify that very well, quickly. It'll go towards paying the bills. And you will feel the need to say stay subscribed to this podcast for about twenty years <laughs> when you when you hear how much money we owe. Well, currently out. it's gonna take what did we work out? Ten months just to pay back the podcast equipment as it yeah. currently stands. That's exactly right. But seriously, on a, on another note, I do need to just make sure that we get in there once again because I can't stress enough how fucking amazing you lot are, seriously, for, for supporting the channel. And when we set this up, we was like, oh, if we get a handful of people, that'd be amazing. We're up to, I think, 88, 89 people now. Two fat ladies. I can't say that anymore, can you? Well, you can say whatever the fuck you want. It's This is the right. snowflake society. Ladies, yeah, it's two fat ladies. You um, know, we went on a cruise uh, about two months ago um, and... We were doing the bingo, basically. We love bingo, me and Benji. Um, oh, yeah, I love it, me, mate. And it made me laugh because all the usual bingo things, basically there's nothing else better to do because COVID had fucked us over as usual. Yep. Couldn't get off the boat and all that kind of stuff. So we stayed on the boat and did bingo. And they said, two, they can't save two fat ladies anymore. No. Um, you know what, you used, what the crowd used to say after two fat ladies? They used to shout, wobble, wobble. <laughs> you can't do any <laughs> you can't of that do anymore. That anymore. I mean, to Unbelievable. be fair... I mean, what harm's that? I don't know. It's, it's a bit of, it's, it's 88, two fat ladies, everybody knows it. I know. But what did they change it to now? I can't remember. Do you know what? I can't remember because it was so shit. Was it just two snowmen or something? Oh it no, was, two snow people, persons. It, it was, yeah. Can't even call them snowmen. Do you know what? It was probably um, that gender neutral shite as well. They can't have a man or a female. Uh, do you know the way you tell a man, uh, snowman, right? Yeah. Because he's got the carrot for his dick. Yeah, exactly. You know, you can't have that anymore. He's, oh, you can't associate the snowman. It's got to be gender neutral. Right. I'll stop making minds with chebs on them then. Eh? <laughs> yeah, a snow woman. Yeah. Yeah, the snow wench, isn't it? It's absolutely crazy. And that's society. And um, we need to stand up for for like the non snowflake society, the shit where people aren't easily offended because they realise it's just jokes and banter and it everyone's just having a laugh. That's all well gone that, isn't it? Oh, you can't you can't have banter anymore without upsetting someone. And the problem is, there's always someone to upset. Yeah. Because there's plenty of snowflakes out there. Definitely is plenty of snowflakes. We've had to be careful. We started the YouTubes thinking that we could, within reason, say whatever was on our mind, as in whether it was a bit of a joke, whether it was our opinion, whatever. We we started thinking, yeah, it'd be a platform for us to just be us and um, and enjoy ourselves. And hopefully, you, like, you don't go out of your way to offend anybody. That's not the idea of it. But you do want to give your opinion on things and... Yeah, um, and say things that you know you think are funny, or or in your own mind you're having a bit of a giggle with it, but fucking hell, you're not allowed to do that. You can't have an opinion anymore. No, we had um, we had a well documented um, by ourselves base, not by any newspapers or anything, not that important. But we well documented a case we had probably uh, probably I don't know probably over a year ago now where we had a manufacturer of a device that was well pissed off with us. Mm, anyway. They took us to court. 
And well, he wanted to take us to court. Sorry, they didn't get they th- that far. Did they it? threatened to take us to court. Anyway, we got some legal advice, as you do. And I said, I, I still remember saying to the solicitor, I thought it was freedom of speech. And he said, "There's no, it's freedom of speech until you upset someone. Yeah, until somebody's not happy with what you've said. Yeah, and then it's no longer and freedom the, of speech. And then there's no long, no. So what's the point? Well, there's no what's such the thing as freedom of speech, and is there? Well, there's no such thing. It's a bullshit. It's a bullshit saying. Mm. You might have it in America. America is the the land of opportunity, the freedom of speech, sort of like central. They'll sue you for anything over there. Yeah. So definitely, there's no freedom of speech over there. All you have to do is like upset someone, and you've had it, haven't you? Oh yeah. Oh, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, there'll be a solicitor somewhere that will have your pants down. Yeah, they just sue for the sake of it. Mm. So um, let me just tell you this story about uh, my wife. What? What? Um, and then we'll get onto the YouTube. All right. Thing. Let me get comfortable. Then you, right. you, you, you just talk away. Go on. I'm listening. Okay. Right. Are you? Are you okay? Yeah. You're I just need to take off. my coat off. Yeah, because right, yeah. it's it's quite efficient. It is cold up here, but it is quite efficient. Yeah. This. We are Excuse work- the noise. Yeah, we are working on the heating. Um, well, the heating's on, but we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna board this out. If you're listening to it on the podcast, um, you won't see what we're talking about. One second. But um, we are gonna board it out, get it all nice and insulated, get all the stuff done, and it's gonna be dead toasty up here. But the problem is, by the time we've done it, it's probably gonna be summer, and it'll be too warm <laughs> now to get some Velux windows up there. And uh, do you know one thing that's not come back? I'll get onto the story about my wife in a minute. Um, the flies, is only one. Yeah, there is only one. So, I we, bet, now you'll have heard that, and now he's going to go and get his mates. Well, dickhead. I want to tell you this. I'll get onto the wife thing in a minute. Go on. Remind me if I forget. Yeah. Uh, we rang the pest control guy. Too busy, too busy. Can't come out. Didn't even give us a date, right? So my wife did, um, she, she she got on the yellow pages, Your right? PA. Yeah, my PA. She got, um, she got somebody else. She's coming out on Monday, two days' time. He said... You've got a problem because the flies and wasps and whatever shouldn't be hanging around at the moment. Yeah, it's freezing cold. It's freezing it? cold. Yeah. So he said you've got you've got a serious issue. So I think it, he said it was eighty pound to come and remove like some wasp nest or something like that. But like always, they'll turn up. Ooh, oh, big job. Yeah, that. big job. Oh, um, hundred eighty. Do you know what? Two fifty. Be one of them. Nice house. This um, three hundred quid. Yeah, plus that. <laughs> You know what I mean? They don't mention the VAT, do they, when no. they say 300? No. Anyway, so that's going to get sorted. So we're making progress. Yeah. My wife, um, I've had to bribe her over the years for various things, not 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 in any sexual way or anything like that. Really? Yeah, definitely, 100%. I wouldn't want to know anyway. It's so, weird that. you like me, Dad. So, well, I'm supposed to be your dad, aren't I? You are, yeah. All right. Um, I always get sidetracked. So I remember about four years ago, this is just one occasion, and it all comes down to cars. So you guys, the men out there, you will know, you always got to bribe your wife with something, girlfriend. So I said, I fancy, do you fancy changing that car to an RS6? And this was when the C7 was out, right? The C8 wasn't even out. Yeah. So she was like, no chance, they're audible. It's like a hearse. It's like, I'll have a coffin in the back, right? Women don't know about cars, do they? Don't understand. Um, I was like, it's a V8. It's it's a beast. Twin turbos. Twin turbos, yeah. 600 horses. So anyway, I was in Vegas at the time and I, I tried to convince her, even got her pissed, pissed and stuff like that and she still wasn't having I mean, none of it. And she doesn't drink either. And she so doesn't you think, drink. I think you'd be game on there. So um, I remember I was in Bellagio and uh, it was a morning. Bellagio. Bellagio, yeah. Not the Bellagio. Bellagio, uh, yeah. Bellagio. That's how it is. Bellagio, isn't it? I thought you was from fucking Gordon, you. Well, that's mate. how you pronounce it. Bellagio. Bollocks. Bellagio. Everyone pronounces it Bellagio. <laughs> Bella- no, Bella- they don't. Bellagio. Fuck off, Bellagio, isn't it? Bellagio. Bellagio, mate. 
It's got a mate at the end of it. No, mate. It's not. It's Bellagio. <laughs> anyway, we was in Bellagio, which I fucking hate that place anyway. It's just shit. There's no atmosphere in there or anything. That's my opinion. Don't don't sue me, Bellagio. Anyway. Um, sue you for calling it Bellagio. <laughs> so um, I remember, and I thought, how do I get this car? So I thought, right, a bag. Louis Vuitton bag. She loves the bags, doesn't she? Oh, she loves Louis Vuitton. Yeah. She loves going in there. You don't even have to buy anything. Just go in and like have a look around. So I was like, if I get you a bag, can I buy this car? Anyway, that that was sealed the deal. Right. So I remember I spent two and a half thousand pounds on this Louis Vuitton bag. <laughs> so I was like, I'll just put two and a half thousand on top of the car price. Mm. So at the time I think I was looking at one for about forty, forty five thousand, something like that. Yeah. So I thought it's forty seven thousand and a half. So I just thought yeah. the car's costing me two and a half grand more. So I, I dealt with it. And do you know what happened? I got out of the bag. Yeah. And then I didn't end up getting the car. <laughs> and, I've told, and I've told you that story before, you have. but I haven't told anybody else. No. And that's what happens. I should have said, I'll get you the bag when I get the car. Yeah. But she had me over well, because I got pissed in the Bellagio. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, just buy the bag. And when we get back, I'm going to get the car. Yeah, it's going to always going to be well. And then I got back and I changed my mind. I bought a GTR <laughs> for myself. And you were glad that you did? Well, in the process, yeah. So um, yeah, 2019 that. Um yeah, that's when I got the car. And your kecks are still around your ankles. I'm still shuffling. Because didn't you have to buy her another bag to buy the C8 RS6 because you forgot about the first bag you bought for the car that you didn't buy? Basically, yeah. Idiot. Yeah, I am. I'm uh, terrible with money. I just too 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 flippant with just getting rid of it. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I, I look at you when I say that as They're well. They're just called fun coupons, aren't they? <laughs> well, that's it, isn't it? So that's it used, Wolf Wolf it used to be years ago, it used to be easy come, easy go. Right. It ain't the same anymore. Why? Because it's not easy. You've got to work for a living now. I've got to do a bit, yeah. Yeah, you hate that, don't you? Yeah, like these podcasts. Well, looks three pound a month. Do you know what? That. Right, ignore him. He sits there and whinges about having to work, right? But when he didn't have anything to do, because his other company runs itself, he just pops his head in and says, "I'm CEO, bitch," and then walks out again and sees him in two weeks, right? <laughs> two weeks. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and uh, he's very fortunate in that in that sense. I mean, you you built you work you built it up to to that level yourself, it's didn't damn, you? Fair enough. Damn hard work yeah. I've, I've put in on that business. Yeah, sixteen hours a week. But um, this now he sat there going, "Oh, I'm bored. I've got fuck all to do. My other company just runs itself. I've got absolutely nothing to do." Well, that's and truth. now that you have got something to do, you're fucking whinging as well. All I do with that other business, if I go in, I get in the way. Right. And I get told to go home <laughs> by the people that are in there. The Just go home. Yeah, we're trying we, to... We don't want you. We're trying to launder money out of the company. Piss yeah. off, you can see. We're trying to skim. If it had a, <laughs> if it had a till, I'd be worried. Because I'd be like, what are, you, what are you... And I had a guy who robbed off me when I had a business. Really? Um, yeah. You know what? We should have just done this on business, shouldn't we? Anyway, uh, I'll save that for another one. Keep subscribed and I'll tell you on the next one. Um... So let's go to, yeah, let's talk about hot, all the money we've spent on YouTube since we started. I can't even remember all the money we've spent. We've spent that much. Well, should we go on just, should we, just, should we keep it on, on money in general? Right, yeah. And at least we've got a title for the podcast. Okay. So I will tell you about that guy that robbed off me because it's on, money, right? Yeah. Go so on. I had a business years ago and um, it was a retail computer shop, basically. Yeah. And obviously you have a till and you have cash. Right, so only cash. I don't want any of this credit card shit. A lot, of, a lot of card. Well, there was yeah. credit card stuff as no, well. You don't want that, dear taxman can see that. Well, that's it. Yeah, but I was obviously straight down the line, <laughs> as everybody knows me. If anybody knows me, they know I'm. I'm. Oh yeah, straight as an arrow. Right? You know, you known for your precision, aren't you, mate? Oh yeah, microns, me, mate, microns. <laughs> so um, yeah, I. Uh, 
I, I suspected this guy stealing money out of the till. So I was like, right, okay. So there's only four of us in the shop. So I nodded it down and I thought, well, it can't be you because the money was in then and it can't be you because this is this, that and the other. Anyway, I nodded it down to this one guy. So I then started setting traps. Not traps as in like mouse traps. I just left money in the till. All right. So I said, right, see you tomorrow. The only guy in the shop. And there was like 100 quid in the till, right? So I was like, um, didn't tell him anything about it. Come in the next day. It was 80 quid in the till. Ooh. So I was like, where's the money gone out? And this was, I left it. I, I walked in in the morning, like nine o'clock when we opened. Yeah. And I left it till lunchtime. Yeah. And, it, and I said, I'm not going to name any names. Um, I said, what, where's, where's that money in the till last night? You know, the, the hundred quid, there was eight, there was 20, 80 pound down. 20 missing. 80 pound eight, down. 80 pound down, yeah. So there was and only was, 20 left. There was only 20 left, right? right? And um, there was no other way of it coming out of the till, apart from it being stolen. So immediately said, oh, started tapping his back. I, I, I me mate, um, I, no, that was it. There was two, there was two excuses. The first time he says, um, oh, I went to get my girlfriend um, this present. I'll put it back in the till. But, you, that's not a, that's not acceptable. No, Don't just no. take money out of the till. No. So he sort of like uh, bullshitted so he, his way through. Well, he that. admitted it straight away that it was him. He admitted right. it. He took the money. Yeah. Shit house. Then another thing happened where twenty pound went out. I had to, and this is the point where um, most people would have like just said you fired. Yeah. And twenty pound went missing. And he was like, "Oh, my mate, come in and I bought in the money. I'm going to put it back in." Right, so I was like, right, you're taking the piss now. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, me being soft, you know, because I am, give everybody the benefit of the doubt, you know. Oh, well, you know, he's not, you know, he's trying to make excuses for people, right? Yeah. Um. Anyway, so then that was the case of, I did it where I said, don't, you can't take money out there till you can't borrow. If you want to borrow some money, ask me. I probably mm-hmm. would have borrowed it. Borrowed it no yeah, problem. yeah, yeah. But he didn't want to borrow the money. He wanted to steal the money. There's course, a difference. Yeah. So... Uh, this this is like a week or two later. Anyway, um, I had another member of the staff in the uh, shop who was my, like my best mate. Is like I'd known him for like twenty years, right? So I could trust him. Oh, friends. Yeah, got good friends. So anyway, I told him what was happening, and he said, "Right, okay, um, I'll keep I'll keep an eye out." So I wasn't in the shop this day, so I rang him and I said, "Count the money in the till." So he said, "Right, there's hundred and twenty quid in the till or whatever." Okay. Anyway, he was in the shop that night. Then we come back the next day and the money was missing again. I'd already told him, do not take money All out of the till. No, it was about 80 pound, funnily enough, something like that. Missing. Missing. So I said, um, there's money missing out of the till. It's only you. Basically, you, you're fired, basically. Yeah. You know. um, yeah. and he's like, no, 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 you must have miscounted it. You must have miscounted it. All that kind of stuff. Anyway, swore blinded not took the money out, even though he had a track record for it. Yeah. Basically, this guy was um, just just full of shit. Anyway, it was trying to he was trying to say that this other guy who counted the money counted it wrong. Yeah, I was on the phone with him the night before saying one hundred percent. There's definitely that money in the till, and he's like, yeah, 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 definitely one hundred percent. Not that it's hard to count six twenty pound notes. Definitely right? not. It's not difficult. No. And there was just bits of change, just a tiny little bit, but nothing worth like worrying about. Anyway, he swore blind. It wasn't. So it was just like. You, you fired anyway and then he was like oh I'm going to take you to a tribunal and stuff like that you fucking stole money out of the till <laughs> you can't take someone to court or a tribunal or whatever because you stole it doesn't work like that no you bang to rights mate you're lucky I'm only firing you yeah. not fucking shopping you in you stupid prick exactly and there was only him 
and it kept going back to him and it was like there was no other way there was no other person involved because I did it I made sure I made yeah. sure it was definitely him yeah. and it was and that's the thing with um, money right. my business now doesn't have a till well yeah fair play and I don't miss a till do you want that 20 back I borrowed before <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, people will be like no no I love cash mate I love cash because um, you know it's, it's, it's it, you can hide it from the tax man and stuff I'd rather not bother I'd rather not bother trying to hide anything because when you've got cash, someone will want to rob it off you. Well, yeah, and then when you've got cash in the bank, the tax man wants to rob it off you, doesn't he? Mm. So either way, you've got somebody trying to take it off you. To be fair, yeah, you're better off having a till and getting like <laughs> 80 quid. Like, here you go, take that 80 quid, it's cheaper than the tax man. Yeah, you're right, you are bang on. Yeah. I never thought of it that yeah, way. Tax well, yeah, tax man has your pants down on a yearly basis, doesn't they he? Do, Twice, yeah. actually. Three times, because there's... Oh, tax man. Fuck, oh, don't even get me started on the tax. You know... You, um, I don't even know where to start. I can't even do it. I can't even start on the tax, man. I fucking hate HMRC. Yeah. They are the biggest robbing bastards on the planet. They take a fair bit of money. Uh, you could buy some decent cars with the amount of money they take off you, couldn't you? Fuck me, yes. Yes, <laughs> y you could. Jesus Christ. Um, I'm, I can't even say how much tax I've paid in 2021 because um, it just upsets me. <laughs> but you've got corporation tax, personal tax for me and my wife. And yeah, we've, we've earned the money. But then you've got all the other taxes you've got to pay in business. You've got to top up people's pensions. You've got to top up people's national insurance. You've got to... Then when you... If you take dividends out, you've still got to pay tax on profit. You can't... And then you take dividends out, you get taxed on that. So basically, years ago in a business... Are you okay, mate? I'm fucking wound up now. <laughs> I'm wound up. Years ago, you took dividends and you didn't get taxed on it, right? Right. Now, you get taxed shitloads on divs. What is it like? It goes up, doesn't it, in stages? 7%, 11%, 7% and then... Put it this way. Once you get over... like the first, I think it's the first £5,000 is tax-free. Right. And then the next bit is like got a very small amount of tax on. Yeah. Put it this way, if you're taking 50k out in divs, you might as well just pay yourself. You're saving a couple of grand if you pay yourself, pays you earn. Right. So divs is okay if you're just taking a small amount out. Yeah. As soon as you grand. go over, yeah. As soon as you as soon as you go over that, even a small amount over that, you're right, still paying right, less right. tax, right? Yeah. In the first threshold, that's seven percent after five grand. Is it seven? It's a very small amount, yeah. yeah. I'd do something like that. But yeah. it's um I worked it out. I worked out paying myself X amount for pays you earn. Yeah. And then I worked it out divs. And if you take 50k, I'm sure it's something like you'd pay 50,000 in tax. And if you did pay as you earn, you'd pay 52 and a half thousand pound in tax, something like that. Right. Okay. So, you know, and you knew, you know that anyway from um, Audi because oh you, my got, God, yeah. you got tax shitloads. Well, I had, so, a, I had the S3 company card and I, and the tax, I was getting, I was in the up, the higher tax band anyway, mm -hmm. uh, because of, um, so if people want to see you. I doubt people want to see my face, do they? You want to see my face? Um, but I was in the upper tax band anyway, because I think I was earning about 60 grand a year. And then uh, I had... Rolling. Well, I was doing all right. You work for it, though. Yeah. Fucking hell. You Just driving around in your S3. It works out about £3.50 an hour. Well, you did a lot of hours, yeah. Uh, I mean, you went on your day off. Yeah, handing cars over and stuff, because that's when you got paid, ultimately. But um, then the S3, on top of what I was getting taxed already, being in the upper tax band... The S3 was about another 400, it's about another 400 pound, I think it was, a, um, a month in extra tax. I mean, if I had worked it out and bought the car and insured it and maintained it and all that kind of stuff, it would have been more expensive than 400 quid, but it weren't a million miles more expensive. 
So yeah, I was getting taxed a fortune. I was getting taxed about fourteen hundred pound a month. That's um, which was more when I was a kid. I think I worked at Calagas for a while when I was uh, I was like nineteen twenty. That was more than I got paid. <laughs> I was paying tax more. Well, I'll I'll tell you this because I, I only worked, I only thought about this um, a couple of months ago. I paid more personal tax last year than any job that I'd ever had. <laughs> so the most ex, the most well paid job that I had was about um, I don't know what would it have been about f- fifteen grand a year. Right. I paid three times more tax, if not more. Ouch. And I've never had a job that's even, the amount of tax I've paid, I've never had a job that's paid me that amount of money. Ouch. Yeah, that is ouch. Did he use the Vaseline or just go straight in? It's, it's. Ba- I mean, people say, well, you've obviously earned the money. Why are you skating around the question? <laughs> We're not getting on to gay again. <laughs> no chance. I'm just but, wondering how the tax man entered you, that's all. Well, it's um, it's like a surgical procedure now. <laughs> you have to go to Booper. You know, to pay your tax bill now, it's like, this is going to be, you know, with microns again, isn't it? It's like incisions. It's like, let's go into the wallet. You know, How um, many have you got? And, and Four I, of them. And ironically enough, I've not paid that tax bill yet. But no, they, can, they can fucking wait. <laughs> and you know what they do now as well, right? So I thought, I'm going to wait a couple of months because yeah. I'll, I'll pay it on, I'll pay the tax on next year's thing. It's a completely legal thing to do. Um, but do you know what they do now? They fucking know, the tax fucking know this, right? Yeah. They fine you 5% if you don't pay it by the 1st of April. So they used to they used to fine you £100 a month, right? Right, which, you, which is in the grand scheme of things is, is nothing really, is yeah. it? Yeah, so if you owe £100,000, right, in tax, and you get fined £100 per month, what's that? 0.1%, is it? Or 0.01%? So yeah, 10, 1,000, yeah, it's 0.1%, yeah. right? That's not even worth worrying about as an interest. Yeah, it's monthly, right? So I thought, I just won't pay it for three months. I got charged 300 and I put it on next year. Because if I take it out this year to You're pay my tax, on it. I'm going to get taxed on it again. <laughs> and then my tax threshold is going to be at 50%. So taking that money out, I'm going to get charged all this money. So I'll do it next I'll do it next tax year. So you get taxed on the money that you need to take out to pay your tax bill. That's exactly right. And really what should happen is if you take 100 grand out of your company as, as wages... Right, you should. That's not all money to spend. Mm. You should keep your tax money back, yeah. which I have done. I've kept the tax money back in my company, but I need to pay it myself to pay the the tax bill. So, <laughs> <laughs> when you've got a company that's got a corporation tax bill, that's fine because the tax the tax money's in there. The company's not borrowing it off. I'm not taking it out to pay the company's tax bill. That's yeah. the company's debt to the HMRC. Can the company not pay your tax bill? No, you've got to take it out as earnings to pay your tax bill. Oh, that's annoying, isn't it? Yeah. So. You take hundred grand out, and you've got a, I don't know, say a forty thousand pound tax bill. Really, you need to pay yourself a hundred and forty thousand pound. But if you take a hundred and forty thousand pound out, your tax bill's fifty five thousand. It's more, you know, isn't it? Yeah. So you have to take more out. So if you take more out, then your tax bill goes up. So you've got to take shitloads more out just to pay your tax bill. So you've got to take two hundred grand out. Which I can see why you're quite passionate about this. Yeah, it fucking winds me up. Just chill out on the tax. I mean. Yeah, you're earning the money, and I'm and I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I earned that amount of money. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but just stop fucking me over. Just and, use the Vaseline at least. And then you've got corp tax, and then you've got your spouse tax as well, because my wife takes money out as well. So basically, I don't. I can't even go there. I just. I feel like dying. 
because the tax is just it's it, it's like it's draining your soul. You know what I mean? Fucking hell! I was getting called dramatic the other day because I wanted to build a man cave. If you were paying one hundred and fifty thousand in tax in one year, right? Yeah. Would you be upset? Oh, of course, would you? Right, well, fucking, that's fine. I'd then, be more it? upset because I don't earn one hundred and fifty grand. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, it's it's ridiculous. It's Fuck absolutely it ridiculous, right? But um, I get it. It's tax, and that's how the country uh, functions. But what really fucking winds me up, right, yeah. is the people that don't fucking pay any. Uh, the big companies. The big, no, big companies fucking that don't people pay. that don't have a job. Oh, yeah. And then oh, they get all shit yeah. for free. Well, what about the big, big companies, though? Them fuckers, they're on the other end of the scale, the ones who, who just get a free ride, right? But what about the big companies that are giving everybody soapy bumwanks so they don't have to pay corporation tax? Do you know what? I... <laughs> You know what I'm on about, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I know exactly like what you're on about. Didn't Starbucks owe a shitload? And Amazon, didn't they owe a shitload? But the thing like is, with, with Amazon, because you can buy shares in Amazon, um, you get divs if you um, if they make money. So what Amazon used to do, I don't know if they still do it, but they used to just reinvest all their profit into buying new stuff, new companies, new acquisitions, and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So they never made um, a net profit, which means they didn't have to give the shareholders any dividends. Crafty. But it's not, well, you say that, that like a normal share, you would get divs each year. Yeah. Because if the company makes a profit, obviously. But your shares might, your share price might not go up. You're just getting a dividend. Whereas Amazon share prices are going to the moon, as they say. To the moon. To the moon. Right. But you're not getting divs. All it is, is your share price is going up. Right. So if you want to realize some profit out of your shares, you have to sell them. Yeah. Which is obviously that's fine because you just sell them and that's where your money is. Yeah. So that's why Amazon got away with paying tax for years. I know Google have done it, Apple, everyone's tried to avoid tax. But it's it is annoying that these big companies, corporations can actually avoid tax. But like my business is small. Mm. So I can't avoid tax. There's ways of like doing stuff that limits the amount of tax you pay Buying legally. Cars. Well, we, we've got a company car, right? Yeah. So I could buy that car uh, personally, but I put it through the business. So what about I, your e-tron? The e-tron, yeah. Yep. So it's an electric car. You can put it through this, this like 99, you pay 1% uh, benefit in kind, something like that. Um, so that's your benefit. You've got a car. So if I was to buy that car, I'd have to take 60,000 out. And I, there you go. Again, fucking tax, yeah. tax, tax. Yeah. So that car's not costing you 60 grand. It's costing you 100 grand, right? Yeah. So it's better to put it through the company and the company, because what happens with the company is then it's tax deductible. Mm -hmm. Now I use that car for work. So yeah. it's fine. It's all, it's a company car. That's what it is. But that's what I'm saying. There's ways of limiting the amount of tax you pay. And that's one, that's a completely legal way of doing it. And then obviously there's the illegal ways of doing it, which obviously I don't do. No. Nope. Because there's one thing I'd rather sleep at night. Yeah. Knowing. Oh, you do that half eight. You're fast asleep, you're well away, aren't you? Yeah. I know people in business over the years, over the last 20, 30 years, right? And, um, you know, <laughs> half eight. And I know they've, they've literally worried themselves to sleep yeah. because they're doing something wrong. Um, and it's just not worth it. I had a, a VAT inspection nearly 20 years ago. And I remember the night before, I was worried. And Even was though you'd done nothing wrong? And I'd done nothing wrong. Even though they did, I did owe them money because they found something on PayPal where I'd not paid the not paid the VAT, genuine mistake. I didn't get in trouble for it. it just said, oh, you owe us four grand. Like, God damn. So I had to pay that back. Right. Genuine mistake. Yeah. Um, I know that now. Well, they were never going to owe you, really, let's be honest. Oh, no. No, 100%. <laughs> You're never going to get... And do you know what, as well? 
if you do get money back off the, the HMRC, mm. they'll come around and they want to know why they're giving it you back. Oh, yeah. So it's I best bet. not to ask for anything. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't want anything back. Just, just leave me alone. Just leave me alone. Here's your money. Just, it's like, what is it? The sleeping lion lay, sit down and don't wake a sleeping lion. All that kind of, that's the HMRC. Don't wake them up. Yeah, just leave them alone. Just crack on. <laughs> but these big <laughs> corporations. People. Yeah, exactly. These big corporations, they don't give a shit about that. They'll be like, oh, we're not paying you any tax. And then they come knocking on the door, but they, they're scared of them. Because these big corporations like Amazon and all the others, they employ tens of thousands of people in different locations. Yeah. So if Amazon was to get upset with whoever, they'd just be like, oh, we'll pull, we'll pull the plug. We'll get yeah. rid of some people. Fuck you, we're off. And then massive corporations have an effect on the economy. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think the government have to tread carefully with these big corporations because they're big employers as well. Yeah, defo. So... But the little companies like us, we just get shafted, which is fine. You get used to it. You still have a rant about it. But it walks a bit funny, but that's about it. It, it? is what it and is. That's not just your hip. No, nope, that's me knee. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, money. What? What? Have you got any? Have you got any stories about money? I know you're tight as fuck. You. I am. No, I'm not tight. You can't be tight with something you've not got. I mean, cramps your middle name, isn't it? <laughs> no. I mean, most of your mates, they don't even ask you to to go to the bar anymore, do they? Cause it, Bollocks. Because there's no point in the, the words coming out of no. their mouth. Pimmy's the worst one for that. Jesus oh, Christ. His mate, Pimmy. Yeah. If you'd have seen the Cleo video when we took the Cleo on track, Pimmy and his missus went round. He's the world's, excuse me, he's the world's tightest man in. He's well tight. Unbelievable. We went out for a meal for his birthday. And I remember everyone else was sharing and stuff. Pimmy's like, I'm on my own. <laughs> I don't want to share this food. He didn't even, not the fact that he didn't want to share the bill. He didn't no. want to share his food. No, proper. So everyone else, me and your dad, we had the uh, the share. You and um, did you and Dean have the have yeah. the share? It and then yeah, it was um, good that you know tomahawk in Stockton Heath. If anyone's not been, it was really nice actually, wasn't it? Yeah, it was decent. You've been since, haven't you? Well, I have. I went last night, so I'm not going to recommend them. Last night? Yeah, last night. I'm not recommending them. Why was it shit? No, I couldn't get a table. Really? Yeah, I had to go to Piccolino's next door. Did you book though? No, it's a Friday night in Stockton Heath. What were you expecting? Well, I don't know. But as ex- it's only two of us. Jesus. It's not as if there was a party of eight. <laughs> oh, can we have a table for eight? Friday night, Saturday night, whatever. Any night, really. Um, you struggle. You've changed now, anyway. Why? You're spending your weekends out in Stockton Heath now. It used to be the Chapelford Farm. Yeah, only because I live closer to Stockton Heath now. Don't can you, you know. put that microphone where people can see you? No. Because you're wanna... negging me out. No, I want to go here. You're negging me out. I want to go Because you can't see him, can you? <laughs> it's bad, isn't it? Put it, right, put it there. All right. It's so that I can make sure I'm talking to you and you can hear me. All right. Because you've got your, you're going a bit. It's, is it this ear or that ear you're going a bit? Well, I've got headphones on, so I'm fine. I know, but you've still got one that struggles a little bit, haven't you? You can ear. talk. You are always, you're always bleeding, tilting your head at me. You can't hear anything you like. You're gonna When you get to 60, you're going to be fucked. I do that on purpose, mate. Selective hearing. Yeah. Bollocks. Well... I don't want to argue with you on the podcast. Right, okay. Because I saved that for YouTube. Okay. In regards to YouTube and cars and shit that we've, the money we've spent, in the first, the first £9,750 was spent on the RS4, wasn't it? Yeah. And rewinding, when we first started this, my old business said, oh yeah, loan this business the money to get started, which is fine. So it loaned about 50000 at the beginning. And we was like, right, we're rolling here. Yes, fifty thousand um, pounds. Get in, and we we spent ten grand of it straight off, didn't we? Yeah, and then we went and bought a Focus. Yeah, we drove oh. straight down to 
how did we do that actually? Did we drop the S3 off? Because we went up to Carlisle in the S3, didn't we? Yes, we went up there, picked up the RS4, come back to Warrington, yeah. dropped off the S3, went, did we go, I think we went in the RS4 to pick up the the Focus RS, right? Yeah, we did, yeah. So we went to uh, Manchester to pick the Focus RS up off a private buyer. We paid just under 20 grand. 19,250, was it? Something like that, yeah. So we'd spent the best part of 30 grand on our in our first day of spending money. Right, so we had 20 grand left, right? Yeah. So bearing in mind, Ben's, I was getting a wage out of this at the time. And um, so obviously each month his money was coming out as well. I didn't do any, uh, I didn't take any money out of the business at the beginning. And we 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 sort of like just went through the videos and we did the stuff. I mean, we were spending, we, one of the bills at Awesome GTI was £1,400. Yeah, that was the, the injectors, the new injectors, which were like 600 odd and the carbon clean and a few other little bits, yeah. Yeah, so we, so we, We'd basically done in, I don't know, um, a lot, probably forty grand in the first few months. Yeah, I don't even think it was that long, was it? No, it probably wasn't. In the probably first a, month, probably a couple, yeah, maybe a month. So um, we then, um, I had the idea of uh, what was the car after that? Was it the Sylvia? Yeah, you'd wanted one for ages anyway, hadn't you? Yeah. So we bought it through the YouTube business at the beginning. So I borrowed some more money off the other business. So basically, we had a hundred grand in in debt at the beginning, didn't we? Yeah. Within the first few months, right? So, excuse me, um, we we bought that, which cost twenty one thousand four hundred to be exact with the wheels. So we'd done in at this point, we was on about sixty grand. Yeah, easy, probably a little bit more. But subsequently, um, I took that car personally off the business because you weren't really asked about it being in the YouTube bit, did you? Because I knew it was going to cost a shitload of money to fix, and I know the YouTube business wouldn't have been able to pay for it, so I thought, well, I'll just take it, and I'll just do it over a period of time. It's going to be like 30, 40 grand in that car in the end. So, and it was something you weren't, you're not really passionate about, are you, the S15? So I took it on. We'll put it this way. I wouldn't have gone asking you for £21,000 to borrow to go and buy it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I actually I actually like the car. It's growing on me, the fact that it's in a million pieces uh, dotted around England, you know, obviously isn't great. But, um, but yeah, it's um, it's a car that's growing on me. The, f- the thing that I was mostly worried about, the thing with YouTube is it's all about time. Things need to be done pretty quickly so that people don't lose uh, momentum with a project. And I think that's what happened with the S15 and we saw that pretty quick. And, the only re well, there was two reasons. One, we couldn't get anybody to do anything on it. It was just hard work trying to get anything done on that car. People were just like, "No, you can't do this, you can't do that," or nobody just just nobody wanted to do it, did they? No. And the other reason was purely money. Like we did, we weren't getting enough in to be able to pay the big bills for that S15, and particularly not when the RS4 was costing a few quid. We were doing bits with the Focus. I think we'd bought the Clio at that point. Like half the Clio, Pimmy's got the other half of the Clio. Possibly, yeah. Um, so there was a couple of hundred quid here there for the Clio, the bucket seats and things. And it's purely timing. So we were like, we want to get this S15 done if we can find people to do it. But then if we did find people to do it, it's then having the cash to do it. And mm. the the business, the YouTube business, doesn't have it to get it done quickly. It'd take years to get that car done. Well, like we were saying on the... Um when we did the previous podcast, you'll get to hear stuff on here that you won't get to hear on YouTube. 
Um, for whatever reason, because we don't have time to explain it in detail, people will turn off. This is a podcast. People listen to this probably on the way to work, just, you know, doing, if they want to pass it, pass away an hour or whatever, they'll just listen to it. Any podcast, not ours, but any podcast in, in general. Yeah. So we can fire this information out. So when we went down to SK Tuning with the car yesterday, we did a video on it. It should be on YouTube by the time this is available to download or listen or watch on Patreon. And I was talking to Kyle, who's the guy who runs the SK Tuning. Look, I didn't actually tell you. I spoke to him at the back and I said, how much do you reckon this car is going to cost me to get into the, you know, roughly, he said. So bearing in mind, there's going to be some engine work. It's going to be about, it's going to probably be running a thousand horsepower. Yeah, boy. Yes. Two screamer pipes. Yeah, two screamer pipes coming out of the bonnet, firing <laughs> flames. That's what we love. So, um, yeah, obviously got all the body fabrication. You've got some engine modifications. Um, there's obviously going to be new everything. Like subframes are going to be powder coated, brakes, coilovers, brakes. Yeah. The wheels have been Shit done. Loads. I don't even know how much um, Rada's charging me for the wheels, but there's a lot of hours in them wheels. But the big wheels, split rims, mm -hmm. they're going to be a few hundred quid just to refurbish them. Obviously, got rubber to go on them. Um, like you say, uh, then got to sort the interior out. Got just there's loads of stuff. So he seems to think it's about. I said, is it going to be fifty grand? And he said, no, it should be less than that. Yeah. So I'm happy with that because then if it's 50 grand, the car will stand me at, sorry, if it's, say it's 35. Oh, um, it's going to have a, a Quaif 69G uh, sequential <laughs> box <laughs> as well. What's this hand, isn't And um, that's just going to be <coughs> absolutely amazing to have that gearbox in that car, especially yeah. running a thousand horsepower. That gearbox. Like a proper man. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be like <laughs> ramming it into gear because they're hard work, them gearboxes. You have to really ram them in. Yeah. And, um, so it's just going to be a proper like street car, but with a really raw feel with the sequential box and everything like that. Um, it's going to be set up for the street, not set up for the track, but it may be adjustable. Yeah. So it can, if it wanted to have a little tickle on the track, it yeah. could do, you know what I mean? Do you think you'd feel safe trying to slide a thousand horsepower, 50, 60 grand car around the track? Well, I know one thing, the feeling that car is going to give me is going to be better than any other car that I've ever driven. Well, yeah, you should think so. 1,000 horsepower through to 13J wheels at the back. Like that, like that. Massive. Like foot wide, aren't they, yeah. or something? Oh, they're more, yeah. Massive. 13-inch wide uh, rims, probably with, they're going to have 12-inch uh, tyres on. Um, so what's that, 305, something like that? Massive. And it still won't put the power down. It still won't even have a chance. You'll no. have to probably short shift everything just to stop the, the car from going crazy. But... Say that car costs me at, I don't know, say it stands me at £60,000, right? Right. Kyle was saying, this 25-year rule in America, which is obviously been in for, for years now, that Sylvia, when it's done, is going to be about 25 years old. Yeah. Well, getting up there, it's 20, 22 years old now, I think. So when it's finished in 12 months, uh, 23 years old, he said, if you sent that to the States, they would pay you hundred grand for that car. Stop it. Just because... They're fucking crazy over there. They they just go crazy over the, the Jap stuff. Yeah. And he said, all the bigger YouTubers over there, like TJ Hunt, Adam LZ, and everyone like that, the money they're putting into their cars. So he said, all day long, it's an hundred grand car in America. So if you ever wanted, I never said I wanted to sell it, by the way. I just said, this is a keeper. The money I'm putting into it, I'm just keeping it. Um, I'd hate to sell it. You right. know the, the blood, sweat, and tears that's gone through this car up to now. Well, I... 
we've not done anywhere near as much on the RS4 as what that S15 is going to need. And I feel the same about the RS4. Loads of people are asking, you need to like raffle it off or do a competition or, you know, something like that for the RS4 or sell it or whatever. Well, not sell it, but give, you know, you guys an opportunity to win it. I couldn't do it. No. I couldn't, I, I couldn't do it. I really couldn't. Well, that's it. You get, and, and nothing's been done to the Sylvia yet. No. So already now, people were like, just, just bin the shell off and just get another shell. But now it's a case of like, it's the principle of proving everybody wrong that this car can be resurrected from the dead because mm -hmm. it is basically dead. Um, the shell, when you when you see that video, if you've not seen it already, that shell is just fucked. Well, what I'll do actually, you, you'll, uh, to be fair, by the time this goes on, next week, is this next weekend? Next Saturday? It will this be, won't it? This uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, so by the time this goes on next Saturday... You'll have already seen the video, but I'm going to put... Um, I did a, a bit of a sweep down, you know, when he had the shell over so you could see the underside of it. I did, like, a bit of a, a video of it. I think it's only a few... Um, uh, about a minute long or something like that, but just up and down the shell so you can get an idea of how fucked it is. But obviously, you'll have already seen it by the time you see this podcast now, but... Yeah, yeah. and the good thing is we can talk about this video now because, like you say, it'll be on. Mm. The engine, it only had on, on cylinder two which you, cylinder one to six, you start one, it comes from the, uh, from, from the front end, like where the pulleys are and stuff like that. So number two, two in, had um, a 20 um, discrepancy. 20% leak. Yeah, leak, which you could hear the air coming out of the, of the port or whatever you call it. And um, he, said, um, <laughs> he said, that's actually acceptable. Yeah. But uh, Kyle is that much of a perfectionist. He said, I'm going to sort it out because yeah. all, the other all the other cylinders were like, two percent and one was two of them were actually under two percent yeah. and he said on a brand new engine it's between zero and five yeah which, so, so that's phenomenal really so this it? is like a brand new engine right yeah. well, apart from that one apart from that one yeah but the rest of it um is just it's just the cams and everything he said the cams look brand new yeah he said he just got to check them to make sure they can handle a thousand horsepower um, obviously there's other stuff to change injectors. We're going to have to need 1200 CC injectors because the thing is, this is the things we've learned over, over the last 18 months on YouTube to run a thousand horsepower in a car. You have to go above. You need a bit of headroom with the injectors. You don't, you don't run stuff on the, on the very limit. Yeah. Cause you'd think a thousand CC injectors could run a thousand horsepower. Yeah, they can run. Probably not for very long. But like you say, you need you need it to be able to go past because yeah. if an engine's starved of fuel at full pelt, it's fucked. Yeah. It'll just die. It'll blow up, whatever. So you need to go past. I mean, you, I presume you could even put 16, 1400cc injectors in, 1600cc, yeah. whatever. But you definitely can't put 1,000 in for 1,000 horsepower. It needs to be much more. Yeah. Um, when I did the GTR at AC Speed Tech, it was only running 666 horsepower, which only is still a nice amount of power. That that was a car, you know, it was a nice drive at that power. But that had 1,000cc injectors in it, which is well within the yeah, sort tolerance. Of like tolerance of what you need. Yeah. So, so yeah, that car's going to cost me personally, obviously, shitloads. And um, it'll, be, it'll be worth it in the end. So You hope so? Yeah, I hope so, yeah. Hopefully it's not like crypto. No, crypto. The ass, it just fell out of the, well the back fucked, of crypto, yeah. Oh, crypto is dead. But um yeah, so we we owed a hundred grand yeah. to, to my other business. So we, we still do, don't we? Well is it more than that? I don't want to know no, if it is. It's not over a hundred. Thank fuck for that. We've not got to that point yet. Right. 
because we took 20 grand off just over 21 and oh, there's, yeah. there's some bits basically because we spent yeah, 15. So the debt went down to 70 something after we took that money off. Yeah. Um, obviously, we've made money. We have made money off YouTube in the 18 months. We've made some money. We probably average. Not enough. Well, what do we average, would you say, uh, for the YouTube ad revenue? He has bought all his mates out. Look at them fucking flies, man. There's loads of them. Are they flies or wasps? Baby wasps? I don't know what they are. But there's loads of them now. They're annoying little bastards. They've all woke up. Um, We make about $2,000 a month, I would say on average. Maybe a fraction more. So $25,000 a year in ad rev. What's that, about 20 grand? 21, 22, something like that? No. Yeah, 20... Yeah, maybe yeah. Twenty, say twenty grand. Right. Twenty grand in real money in pounds. And then obviously there's the integrations that we do as well. Yep, integrations which we do every now and then. We don't do every video, obviously. Um, we make anything from five hundred to a thousand pound on an integration, depending on who it is. Yeah. And um, that's basically based upon our views and stuff. So, but the thing is now, that was based upon our views a while back. So yeah. the last. Four out of the last five videos, I've done really well. Yeah, they have. I mean, the last one we put on... Um, 40-odd, 45, Yeah, we're we getting we 40K now on is videos, it? which is, for us, our, our channel is... Um, 45,200. 45, Go yeah. on, the lads. And the one before that was... The, they're all like the 40, minimum 40 now. So when yeah. we drop a video, if it's on a, a reasonably okay subject or car... We're getting 40,000 minimum, which is really good because our yeah. channel is 50,000 subscribers. So you might think, well, that's shit, but it's a 50-50 split. Yeah, yeah, it's only 50%. 50% people, which still blows my mind. You'd think they'd just press the subscribe button. It's like they do it on purpose just to neg you out and don't don't hit subscribe. But out of them 45,000 views, in fact, I'll tell you, live, it'll take me two seconds. Well, what it means by 50-50 is... Um, 50% of people watching are not subscribed. Mm. So that 40,000 views, actually only 20,000 people are subscribers. So we've got like a little bit of a window of 20,000 people that should, we should be able, that's why we say, please subscribe, all that kind of stuff. That RS3 on the Dino video is 53.7% are subscribed. and 46.3% are not subscribed. So, And how many views is that? Did you say that? 45,200. Okay. So you, you might as well say 20,000 just over is people that have n- are not subscribed. But the thing is, when you watch a video from a channel and you don't subscribe, YouTube will still offer that video up Sticks to you. on your feed. So really, do you need to be subscribed? I don't think it really matters in the grand scheme of things, but people, YouTubers are hung up on, yeah. I've got, I've got a 100,000 subscriber channel. It's like, yeah, great. The figure's great. You'll get your plaque. I yeah. mean, the black's going to be somewhere. We'll have to share it. It'll have to be at yours for six months of the year and it'll have to be at mine for six months of the year because just because there's two of us, they ain't going to send us two, are they? No, are they shite? Yeah, I mean, we've seen... How many... I know we've picked on Archie a little bit. I don't mean to pick on Archie. It's just because he he sort of comes to mind first. He's got... How many subscribers has he got now? 300, 400? He's well into the hundreds, yeah. Um, so many hundreds. But he's just put a video on of... I think it was like, a, I don't know, an X5M competition and a... G-Wagon uh, drag racing. And I saw it this morning. I think it was this morning or last night. I saw it on me, uh, me feed and it had done like 7,000 views in five hours, mm. which for somebody with hundreds of that, I mean, I realised like a, it's an SUV drag race and they're not exactly new cars. And, you know, I, so I get that. But, um, well, you know, that I'd be disappointed with that. Really disappointed. I would be 
I'd rather just have 50,000 subs and get 7,000 views in that first time because you'd be thinking, I'd be thinking, am I doing something wrong? Why, mm. why is all my subscribers not watching this? You know, and you start nagging yourself out, I reckon. Yeah. I mean, fair play to the guy. If, he's only get, if you're only getting a few, sub, I mean, keeping going is really good. One of yeah. the biggest, um, in my opinion, one of the biggest amazing facts of a YouTuber going from up here, high, to down below is vehicle. The vehicle virgins. I couldn't spit it out then. Vehicle virgins. Yes, yeah. I've never even heard of them. So it's a guy in oh, America. Oh, is that the guy who was? Um, was he a drug addict? He had a drug problem. As right. far as I know, right. I'm not. That's not, that's a, not fact. a fact. That's right. just what I've read and stuff. How right. true it is, I'm not. Don't don't quote me on that. Right. But I believe in the grapevine. People have said, "Oh yeah, I've been on Reddit he and had stuff." Problems and he and had stuff. problems, right? Right. So he's got two million subscribers right. on YouTube. He was getting forty thousand views on a video. Wow which is what we get. Yeah. So he's got 20 times 10. Yeah, sounds right. No, 40 times. Yeah. 40 times the subscribers. Times yeah, yeah, 40 times. 40 yeah. times the subscribers we've got, yet we're getting the same. But he's still going. And you've got to you've got to sort of like give him a second chance. If you've had a bit of a problem with it in his life, whatever, and he's you know, gone off the rails or whatever. But he's trying now, he's he's going back. So, and I think a lot of people now are actually saying, yes, you know, you've got your life. You've, I'm only quoting what other people have said. I've read it on Reddit and stuff like that. And um, he's going, but if you're, that'd be demoralizing to me. Yeah. You've got a 2 million subscriber channel and you're getting like a few thousand views. Yeah. And um, there was another channel that I, that I seen yesterday. This load, do you know what you realise? There's loads of people on YouTube, mm. even in the UK. Millions. There's loads of people doing car stuff. Yeah, what yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not just on YouTube in general, doing car stuff. And there was this uh, guy, and um, I think he's got like, I think he subscribed to us actually. And I checked his channel, and he's got 65,000 subscribers. Right. But only getting like single figure thousand views. And I was like, it always amazes me this, you know, where do all these subscribers come from? Are they like historic over like years and years and years? Yeah. And then these these channel these uh, channels have been built up over seven years. So the stuff from seven years ago is not actually an active account. Mm. It's someone yeah. signed up to YouTube, subscribed, and then just forgot the login, and then they've signed up with someone else. Yeah, uh, they, 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 they've done another account, and they've that's why, you know, because surely you get more than. 5,000 views if you've got 65,000 subscribers, surely. We've seen it on loads of bigger, you know, bigger... I mean, Shmi is... Shmi's obviously uh, very, very popular. He's got over 2 million, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've seen some of his videos. I mean, some of them get well into the hundreds of thousands, two, 300,000 views. But even still, if I was only getting a quarter of... You know, if we was only getting 500,000 views with 2 million subs... I'd, I'd I'd be a bit like you know, so well, three quarters of the people subscribed aren't aren't watching it. But I think you bang on. I think that there are people who subscribed years and years ago that that don't want you know that don't use that account anymore, don't watch YouTube anymore. People that have grown because I think as well you can grow out of a um, of a YouTuber. So uh, I mean, again, you correct me if if you think I'm wrong, um, but. Uh, DMO, we've not met him, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but his kind of content, as I'm sure our content's not for him, but his kind of content's not for me. I feel like I'm a bit too old mm. for his kind of content. So well, I think people might grow out of certain types of, of people. Do you know what I mean? Well, 
the most stuff to me is like the wannabe gangsters and stuff like that. That's that's the way it's coming across. It's all bruv's cousins and stuff like that. And, yeah. You know, it's one of them, yeah, bro, you know, go for it. And everyone's just crazy and it's just, everything's just, everything's a shutdown. <coughs> everything's crazy like that. Which for us is obviously we're a bit more mature. I mean, yeah, we dick we dick about. Yeah. But we're not <coughs> we're not um I couldn't imagine you with a with a man bag choking you to death up I mean here. I've I've tried it. <laughs> I've tried it and it's just, it just doesn't, doesn't work. <laughs> Do you know, as I say, we've not met DMO. For the people that we have spoken to who have met DMO, they've said he's <coughs> he's absolutely sound. You know, he's he's a, he's, he's completely different, he's he's sound, but his actual content, I I can't um, I can't relate to his content. That's probably the best way of putting it. I can't relate, as I'm sure, as I say, he he would watch us and go, "Who the fuck are these dickheads?" And and you know, um, I don't think there's different. anything wrong with that. Of course, Every, they are, everyone's yeah. different. But I think like there are some YouTubers that um, will start off, you know, years ago, and then people will just as they grow up, they'll just sort of go, "Fucking hell, did I used to watch that?" <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, Do you know what he's? I mean, you can't. Everybody that you can't, um, you've got to hold your hands up to people's success on YouTube. Yeah, Hard working, yeah. doing all the stuff. Just because it's not our cup of tea doesn't mean it's bad. No. It's just not our cup of tea, is it? So, you know, and that's a good thing. It's variety on YouTube. If you want to watch some stuff like we do, then, I mean, we're not very serious, so people won't like it because that. Yeah. But that video we did do on the uh, Sylvia, that was a very serious video for us. So, um, yeah, people are going to be like, so, so when. You know, any any minute now, there's going to be a bit of cocking about or something old. Something yeah, we didn't old really, go. we didn't really do much. Nothing even went wrong in the core when we was at SK Tuning. The core of it was very informational. Mm. I mean, we were listening, we were learning. Yeah, which is rare. Well, not rare because we do learn as we go, but a lot of the time we're just more interested in just having a laugh, really, aren't we? And getting the job done, whatever yeah. we whatever we're getting done. But if shit goes wrong, you know, we just try and... I think that's what it is half the time. Shit goes wrong, so we just try and make a joke of it. Mm. Because we don't... Like the last time we tried to do a podcast. Yeah. Well, up to now, we've 58 minutes. Are we? And um, it's An got, hour's worth of waffle and yeah. nothing's gone off or... And is the camera still blinking red? Is it? It is. Yeah. It is still blinking red, well, so the camera's still recording. That's still every, recording. Everything's going. We're flying We're here. flying. We, we are on it. Touch wood. So, Saturday, innit? Yeah, it Maybe is. Maybe we just do them on a Saturday from now on. Maybe, yeah. So this is, this this Saturday, so what is it today? The 22nd of January. So this is going to go out on the 29th of January, yeah? Hopefully. Whilst you're living the absolute fucking dream in living Vegas. Living the Vida Loco. Everybody's doing it. I am very jealous that you're going to Vegas, I'll be honest. Well, someone's got to do it. Um, <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> hey, I invited him, believe me. But he's like, oh, I can't get in because my visa and shit. It's not just that. Like, well, it's not just me visa. I can't afford to go to... Who the fuck can go afford to go to Vegas? Especially not for nine days. You're going for nine days, you lunatic. Yeah, I'm taking my time. Fucking hell. Love Vegas, me, mate. Do you need a house sitter? I got... <laughs> house sitter. <laughs> um, we're going to need a dog sitter when I get fuck back. Because we got, the, uh, we got a new dog coming. What's um, his name? Buddy. And you've not got a dog yet, but you've named him. Well, we've paid for the dog. He's been trained up. Oh, is he? Yeah, because we don't want any dickhead dogs, do we? No, it's like, definitely Sit don't. down, dickhead. <laughs> don't move and stop whimpering. <laughs> is that as you fucking like about to punch him in the head or something? Stop whimpering, yeah. you pussy. This what dog, kind of dog is it? Doberman. Right. This this dog is gonna be the most pampered pooch. Yeah. Apart from it getting taken around in a handbag. It's my, my wife's dog basically. So yeah. I've 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 already said, don't bring me into it, right? 
Do not bring me so into this. You're not this picking its shit up or anything like no. that. No, but I'll tell you one thing. Do you want me to tell you how much it's cost? What the dog from start yeah. to finish? Because this is a money. This is a money podcast, right? I can. I no, can I'm, only imagine how much. <laughs> Normally, I would. I mean, this is a cheap dog, right? What? So if you think uh, Yanomai's has bought a dog from the same um, people in it? No, not from the same people. Right. Different, different guy. And I know the prices of this other. So he's bought a dog. It's probably, it could be anything from 15, 20, 25, 50 grand. could be anything. Your massive amount of money. It's a protection dog that he's bought, right? So Fucking I think hell. it's an Alsatian or something along them lines. Right. So anyway, I've seen an Instagram post on it. So we got offered a dog from the same place. And I was like, I don't really want an attack dog. You know what I mean? I don't know. That does sound pretty it, good. It, Yeah. It's dangerous. It'd be like having a gun. Yeah, it will be like, fucking get him. He's a dickhead. Yeah, he? I mean, you come in, fucking have your arm off. <laughs> and, and they release on command. I'd fucking volley it you, straight I'll across you right, your 38th mansion. It'd have you. <laughs> right, so we thought we want more of a, just a deterrent dog. So just, it's more for my wife. She's got fuck all to do, hasn't she? You know? <laughs> so she can go walking and shit like that. Do you reckon she'll turn this off an hour in? You might be all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, go on. So, um, Say what the fuck you want, mate. Yeah. Oh, I usually do anyway. I'll just face the consequences later. <laughs> so anyway, I was like, you can deal with it and all the stuff. And so she's like, right, fine. So we we got a pedigree dog, right? So I think the dog cost uh, £3,000, which for a pedigree, Doberman. Is that good? That's about the money. Is it? You can get them cheaper, but right. with all the bloodlines and we've seen the mother and father, it's all, they're all together. So basically mother and father are there. Right. So do they look like dickheads or do they look all right? Well, it was funny actually because the buddy, the the pup, he's only like I think he's four months old now. He's actually barking at the dad, really, as if to say, "Get out of my way, dickhead! <laughs> you might be my dad. Wait till I'm bigger, but I'll fucking you knock you f- out. F- fuck off, basically. <laughs> You're in my way. And I think Buddy was eating something, and the dad come up and he's just basically piss off. <laughs> so um, he's got a set of nuts, which is what you want, isn't it? Oh yeah. So um, anyway. So you're gonna have two people in this, or two two um, living things in this house that are going to be telling you what to do. Well, yeah, and that's um, when when my daughter's here. Oh, yeah, there's three of them, isn't there? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so yeah, so have a guess how much for training, and the training takes six weeks. So it's three grand for the dog. This is only basic training, so it's basic stuff like you know walking off the lead, heel, stay, you know, doing all the stuff. They stay outside until you call them. Just like basic stuff, just so it's not a dickhead, right? Around, yeah. You know, yeah. Don't shit in my house. Type, all that kind of stuff. Thing. Right? Yeah, because yeah. obviously you don't want that, do you? Oh, no, I don't. Six weeks. I'm going to guess and say another three grand. Do you know what? You nearly bang on, two and a half grand. Really? Yeah, so I was trying to think of what somebody would want to earn, you yeah. know, like per month. And I thought like maybe 1,800, 1,200. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, so it's five and, and a half bags. Five and a yeah, half grand five for and a trained Doberman. For a Dobenham. trained, basic, basic trained Doberman. Right. Um, and ears have been done, tail's been done. I think it's called docked and cropped or something. Right. So um, there's normally they have floppy ears. Yeah, and didn't they say they get sores in them or something? It's not just to make them look hard as fuck, is it? It's just it's because yeah. they get sores in them, don't they? Yeah, because as they run, the, the ears like flap up and down, so they can create like sores and blisters and stuff like that. Right. And um, the tail's just in the way, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, who needs that? I mean, how many times, right? I'll tell you one thing. Loads of people have had this done to him. When you go up to a dog and a dog wags its tail next to you and it fucking hurts. Oh, like a whip. Slap, yeah, like whips your leg, doesn't it? <laughs> So, yeah, we don't want any of that shit. 
So, um, yeah, he's basically going to be... It'll be better for him because he'll have less, less shit like hanging around, won't he? Well, he's certainly got a fair few acres to be roaming around in, are you oh, going to fucking lose him? Oh, he'll love it. Have five and a half grand running off into the distance yeah. to the other half of Cheshire that you own. Do you know that? Fucking hell, yeah. That's um, <laughs> that's a good point, actually. I'll have to keep the little shit on a, on a lead for he a bit, fucking will. And there's horses. Yeah. He's going to go after the horses. It's supposedly um, okay with horses and stuff. So, are they? Yeah. It's going to have to be, in it? Well, yeah, because you've got three of them roaming well, around. tell you what the horses are not like. What? The C63 startup. Oh, I bet they don't. Yeah, didn't you get some shit for that on Instagram? People were like, oh, that's evil, that. That's evil GT, isn't it? <laughs> so I started, the, um, I started the C63 up and the horses shit themselves. <laughs> but I just thought, oh, well. Shouldn't be there, should they? Well, I've got to start it up, right? Yeah, of course you have. I mean, I need to go to work. Yeah. What do I do? Go to work. Piss off horses. They don't listen to me. They're not my horses. <laughs> So anyway, they listened to the C63. It was I've, like, <laughs> I've got visions of your dog doing that as well. Piss off dog. And he just <laughs> fucking sits there. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's a um, bit more financial insights into shit. Five and a half thousand pound dog. How long are these things supposed to um, supposed to live for? I don't know. Probably 10 years, aren't they? Uh, 550 quid a year. That's all right. Plus right. food. Plus food. It's going to eat a lot, isn't it? Hey, do you know what's funny? On the way out here, up into your um, into the bungalow at the bottom of your uh, garden, yeah, go on. Your missus said to me, <laughs> "It's not going to get old, you know that, don't you?" Uh, it would seem not. Fucking loft is bigger than the loft in my house, but is it? Fucked? It is. This is way bigger Bollocks. than the loft in my house. It is. No, it's not. It is defo. It can't be. It is. Your lounge is the same as this, right? No chance. Really? Yeah, this a is bit, bigger bit, than my bit, lounge. A bit shorter then. Maybe halfway in the table. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, maybe Fucking, the table. This is way bigger than my lounge, this, man. All right. Well, it's not bigger than your house loft. Surely it defo is, yeah. Only a little bit, then. Tiny bit. Not much more. <laughs> no, it's not. Go on, carry on. Right. Your missus was showing me. She's got him shampoo that smells like Paco Rabanne. Oh, is that what she was showing you a minute yeah. ago? I wonder what that was. You said that me dog's going to smell like Paco Rabanne. I was she's like, poor fucking dog. She's off her head. <laughs> she wanted, right? <laughs> Um, these, you know, when you do these podcasts and you think, what are we going to talk about today? I don't even know why we actually question what we're going to talk don't about. Need to. Let me tell you this, right? Oh, hey, up. So we've moved house, as I've said previously. We've got a couple of sofas coming from the DFS, right? Everyone knows DFS if oh, yeah. you're from the UK. You've got two living rooms to furnish, haven't you? Yeah, it's, um, DFS is always a sale, right? And this was no, no, uh, <laughs> no, no different. <laughs> so we got some sofas. Um, anyway. So we've got there. You don't want the dog on the sofas, right? Obviously. Nobody wants. Nobody wants you. Is new he trained for that? Yeah, yeah. It won't. Be, it won't be jumping up. Uh, right. It won't be coming upstairs. It won't be doing fucking. Won't be doing much. But oh, mate, I cannot wait. You have this dog a week, and then you'll just see his little face at the bottom of the stairs, like, aren't you? Be like, see you later, dickhead. And then all of a sudden, it'll be like, fine, come on. Yeah, it will be. I know. I'm too soft. Um, so my wife is like, uh, buddy, he's gonna need something to sleep on. Yep. I completely agree. Oh, I've heard this. And he's a Doberman, right? So they're going to be decent size, Doberman size, right? Whatever. So, and she was like, I found a little uh, little sofa for him. 350 quid for the sofa. And this comes back to when I, when I, when I was younger, 21, 20, in my early 20s, I didn't buy a sofa that expensive for my own house. Well, hundred notes. So ours is... Like a like a one and a half armchair and a free chair, like um sofa. Yeah. It's a Marx's one. Marx's nan took it for anybody who wants to know. But we found it on eBay. A guy bought it brand new for his conservatory in Manchester. <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. It was basically brand new, literally. He wasn't bullshit. Like a brand new we've got it. It was like a brand new. 
We had to take the front window out for it. <laughs> but he wanted 300 quid for it, oh, for the whole thing. And how much is Marks and Spencer sofas? Oh, they were well expensive. Fortunes, thousands, They'll aren't be they? well expensive. So he wanted 300 notes for it. And then he said, I was like, do you know anyone who'd be able to help get it from Manchester to my house in Warrington? He went, well, I'll deliver it for 50 quid if you want. So you paid so 350 350 <laughs> quid for me, Marks and Spencer's practically brand new Nantucket. Jesus Christ. And your dog's just got a fuck. How big's this sofa? I want to know. Is it as big as this desk? Dog, dog size, yeah. It's probably not even as big as this. It's probably about here. So this desk is uh, for people that are listening. 1.6 metres by 0.8. And I would say it's probably this thing is about as wide, but yeah. maybe 1.2 metres. What? What? What, 300 notes what can it possibly like I, I 350 actually what what's in it is it like got well I don't know but is it downed and oh but bearing in mind I fucked her off for that I was like you're taking the piss mate right right get him something cheaper he's and only she, gonna shit it up isn't and she's still bought the 350 she better not have done there's certain <laughs> stuff you know what she said to me before she come in she come, I was upstairs in the office and she come up and she was like I found um, I found a, a unit for the downstairs toilet right Right, it's just a downstairs toilet that you have in houses. Thousand pound Fuck for this off. unit to go under the, the mirror. Do you know when you wash your hands after you've had a piss and stuff? <laughs> thousand pound, and it comes back to the same old story, doesn't it? The things I've spent a thousand. I would expect when I moved into my flat when I was twenty to furnish the whole flat for a thousand pounds. She wants to put something in the downstairs toilet. It's going to get full of piss and shit. Thousand pound, and I was like, look. Let's just get the floor down first and get all the shit done. She's yeah. changing all the toilets as well. Why? Because it's too high. Fuck off. I'm not joking. I'm not actually joking. You think I'm... You're laughing because you think I'm... I'm not joking. Fuck off. Is she really? Yeah. Because it's a, they dig into the back of my legs. Because what's happened is the flooring's been put down and then the toilet's on top of the floor. So they are slightly higher than they would normally be, right? <coughs> I don't have the problem because obviously I'm taller. So I deal with yeah, it. Yes, I mate. Oh, I'm, yeah, obviously, yeah. There, if mate, anything, yeah. you'd like think um, they need to be higher, yeah, right? Yeah, probably. Surely. Yeah, I feel like my knees are up here when I'm on them. <laughs> so um, anyway, she's got a little stool for her feet, you know, when she's sat on the toilet. What's up with you? For anyone's listening, he's moved the microphone and uh, he's moved away. He's moved away from the mic. Fuck off, has she got a stool? Yeah, yeah, she has, yeah. three years old. No. They're not so, that high, surely not. Well, they're high enough for her to have a stool. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, she's um, she's got this stool, so she's just, I'm, I'm getting pins and needles in my legs because I'm sat on the toilet. How long is she on the box <laughs> for? Fucking exactly. I'm in and out. Yeah. It's fucking in and out burger for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, we, we, well, the light's taking the piss now, isn't it? I'm fucking choking to death here. I need a, need a drink. Let All me right. sort this light out. Hang on. Time out, time out. We are back. Oh, mate, I've sorted myself out now. I was having a you choking okay? fit, yeah, but that made me piss that. Okay, so let's uh, carry on. It's the whole stool with the the, the stool with the toilet situation. Sure you are right, yeah? Yeah, yeah I've pissed my okay. pants, yeah. Um, but okay. I sat on it. Mm. It is quite high. Yeah, it is, yeah. But obviously for people of our height, you know, like that are over our, average our height. height. or my height. My height. Over Your... average height, like me. Mm. Um, the, you know, it's not as bad, but obviously for your wife who's much shorter... Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk shit for another hour. Okay. And hopefully people... Don't stay, turn it off. Stay with us. Right. 
Do you know what? These microphones, I still don't know the best position for them to be in. No, no, fuck about with it. It's yeah. loose, that as well. Mine's mine's perfectly sturdy. Yeah, we'll swap next time. No. Anyway, let's um let's carry on. So talking about money and yeah. talking about YouTube and the lack of it and obviously we basically now all the cars we've done and everything we've done on YouTube is we owe about I think we're about ninety five thousand pounds in debt. Right. Because of the YouTube channel. Yeah. Now, obviously, that debt is only to my company, my other company. Yeah. So it's not as if the bank's going to call it in um, anytime soon. So, okay. But I would like to see that money again at some point. Obviously, right. I, I I owe half of it. You owe half of it. But, um, yeah, it's not... For me to pay it back, I'd have to take it out of my company to pay the company back. Right. So, ideally, it needs to be paid back by our YouTube monies. So... When we start making a fortune off this Patreon, maybe we can actually pay it back. What do you reckon? Mm, we'll think about it. Okay. We can drip feed it back, can't we? Can we have it as like a float, a 95 gram float? <laughs> well, you can, yeah, you can you know, do like it. Like a big overdraft. Maybe. Why don't we just borrow <laughs> it from the bank and then I can pay it back to my other company and then we'll owe the bank? Nah, fuck that. No? Okay, no, because the thing with the bank is, like, if they don't get paid, they want it. Yeah, well, I want it as well. Yeah, but like 50% of us just needs to say to your other company. And you know, you know I'm good for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, I'll, I'll question myself if I'm good for it. Yeah. I, I don't even know that. No. So, uh, the thing is, we still got to charge interest that my other company still has to charge this company, this YouTube company, interest. He like, says this. I've not heard this from Neosi's mouth yet, though. We'll speak to the accountant. I will. Email, you've got his number. Yeah, yeah, I will, Mess yeah. Message him. Come on, Baz. Sort it out. Can I you mean, not bend the rules a little bit? You, you've got to charge. You can't just do a loan interest-free. He's told me that. Yeah. He said you've got to charge yourself something. Otherwise, what is the what is the actual point of charging, uh, of borrowing money if you're not going to make money? Lending money, should I say? Don't know. Well, there, there you go. So our company, my company, mine and my wife's company has borrowed our company some money. And it probably makes about £900 a year in interest because it's 1%, which is fine. But well, that's more than I like, to be honest. Well, yeah, but it is what it is, isn't it? Yeah. If when, you went to the bank, it'd be more. When are you going to start coming coming after me for it? Well, it'd be pointless, really, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. I'd be yeah. like, make sure you bring the vase. I'd be wasting my energy, so <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it, thanks. Um, so, talking about money, and so... Give or take a few cars and stuff like that and all the stuff we've done on YouTube. I mean, when we went to Dubai, talking about the money, I meant to say how much it cost us. Dubai cost us £20,000 last January. And yeah, I paid for some of it personally. We paid some through the company, our company, and you paid for some of it and stuff like that. But still, the whole trip cost us £20,000. That's gone on to a bit of the YouTube debt. And we've done loads of different things. We went to, on the Canon run. That cost our YouTube company £9,000. Yeah. So all these monies, that's where the 90-odd thousand pound debt has come mm. from. Well, there's nearly 30 grand just in two trips. And we must stress, like, Dubai, 20 grand sounds like a lot. Well, it is a lot. It's an absolute fortune. That's for three weeks. Um, but it's for just over three weeks and for four people. Yeah. And it, we weren't going round, which you can't in Dubai. It's impossible. You can't walk around going, you know, being careful. It's pointless. You you wouldn't eat or drink anything. You can't go around going on. Oh, I'll I'll try and find somewhere that's cheaper. Don't bother. Just pay it, and because otherwise you just you, you wouldn't do anything, would you? No, because everywhere is the same. It's yeah. all expensive. <clears throat> everywhere yeah. is expensive. So uh, so yeah, it 
20 grand is a lot of money, but for just over three weeks in Dubai, you, you worked it out at five grand each, which is still a lot of money. But, you know, for 20, was it 22 or 23 days we were there for? Yeah, just over. So, yeah, 23. And that's including business class there and back. Yeah, business class. Um, that, that bumped it up by yeah, so. £800 per person. Not trying return. to justify that, by the way. I'm just saying. Plus the original. Why it was so expensive. Flight price. Yeah. So it's probably five grand's worth of flights. Yeah, probably. Give or take. Yeah. So we've that, that we started the YouTube like 18 months ago properly. That's when we borrowed the money. So we were talking about it. Ben, you... you you said about buying this other house and doing it up and would people like to see like the progress of a house build? We could have took that hundred grand, bought a banger of a house. Yeah. I don't mean banger as in it's amazing. I mean like a car banger. Yeah. Knackered. Yeah. And probably able to raise some finances from the bank because if you, if you buy a house cash for a hundred grand, you could then say to the bank, look, bottom me 30K. I've got the house as collateral. I own yeah. all of this house, right? Yeah. Or we do, or whoever. We'd borrow it together and um, do it up. You'd usually just get a bridging loan. Yeah. Yeah. So it can't be that hard to do a house up, can it? No, but they're very few and far between. There's loads of investors doing the same thing now. Um, so property that's got a few quid in it is like very, very few and far between. Well, what I'm saying is... So yeah, we could have done. We could have done. So at the moment, our YouTube company only owns... The, oh, by the way, we bought an RS4 Avant as well. That stands oh, yeah. us at £10,000 with all the stuff. So our YouTube company owns the RS4, mm -hmm. the RS4 Avant. Yeah, and half the Clio. Well, technically, you... I'm going to buy it off you're, the company, You're yeah. taking it, so forget yeah. that. So the company, owing 90-odd thousand, owns two cars, and that's it. Doesn't own anything else, does it? Doesn't have any other fixed assets. You're trying to neg me out here, or what? No, I'm just saying we need to <laughs> we need to get some money back in, don't we? Well, we? yeah. But what I'm we saying do. is, we could have bought a house, produced videos on making the house amazing, and um, yeah, sold the house, and we created videos. We created entertainment gold because let's Probably. be honest, everything we do doesn't touch to go turn to gold. It, Clearly not. It, it goes 95 wrong. Five grand's worth of debt. <laughs> it goes wrong, doesn't it? Yeah, it so, does. Cocks up every fucking time. Every single <clears> time. So, well, on the subject of that house, by the way. So, as a bit of uh, information, it was on the market for uh, just over a day. They'd organised eleven viewings. It went on at like eight o'clock one night, and then we went to view it the day after. Um, she told us, and we saw a little notepad thing that she probably was bullshitting on, but knowing the area, it probably wasn't. 11 viewings. Uh, the day after, we asked for a second viewing. Can I just stop you there? What? You know what I said about estate agents being full of shit? No, she wasn't an estate agent. It was the it was the ladies... Uh, the lady that owned it, a really elderly lady, had moved in with a daughter, and the lady who showed us round, what, that was her mother-in-law. Uh, she probably was an estate agent. She was a bank manager, ironically. Well, fucking hell, I'll rest my yeah. case. Yeah, full of shit. Anyway, carry on. But, um, yeah, so she had arranged 11 viewings. We arranged a second viewing on the Saturday. So it went on on the Thursday. We viewed it on the Friday, tried to get a second viewing on the Saturday, arranged it, but then she uh, emailed us really late Friday night saying, really sorry, bro, I've sold it. Ooh. Yeah. So that went belly up. We had overwhelming interest. 
Yeah. Well. So I had a look at our finances to see if it was doable. It would have cost a shitload of money. The extension that I wanted, I spoke to the builder, Gaz, who's done a few of the bits for us. I wanted a double height extension on the, the side of it. Obviously, this is all irrelevant now, but I wanted to put a double height extension on the side of it and then a single across the back of the house. Um, and he said it would be about 70 to 80 grand, which is a lot of money. But then it was like 35 square metres, ground floor. Then upstairs was a metre in from that but the same length, and then across the whole back of the house. So it was, it was going to be, like, so big. It was going to make it big, but... By the yeah. time you've paid your 300 grand for this house, a uh, little bit of stamp duty, which there only be a tiny little five bit. Grand. Five grand. Five yep. um, grand. Obviously, legals and bits and bobs. Not much, right? Yeah. And your 70 grand to do it up. The, the house is probably going to... That's, gonna that's just for the shelves, by the way. Oh, so... I ain't to put kitchens and bathrooms right. and rewire and gas central heating and... So, so you're talking... You're talking... At, over four hundred grand, yeah. maybe four twenty. Yeah, if you if you wanted to guess guesstimate the, yeah. the amount, w- would that house be worth four twenty or more? Well, there is would have been. Well, it would have changed it to a three uh, a four bed semi. Still would have been a semi detached. Uh, it had changed it to a four bed um, with two bathrooms upstairs. Um, downstairs would have been massive. But I, I genuinely don't know because there's nothing on that that little. There's about 15 houses I think on on uh, on that road, and uh, there's nothing on there that's that would have been as that big. Nobody's extended a semi on there that's that big. They're yeah. all completely different. The houses down there, but um, yeah, I don't know is the honest answer. So I'd have wanted around 450 for it, but then when you you think, particularly in our area, as nice as it is. It'd blow my mind to think that a, a, a semi-detached house is selling for 450 bags. But then when you look at some of the detached houses they're knocking up. Um, so Red Row, round by us, you know, by Ikea. Uh, mm-hmm. on um, Is it Amiga? Gemini, wherever it is. You know, the just off the 62 there. Um, Red Row have got two developments. One's completely sold out. There was one house that I liked. It was three-bed detached. Leamington Lifestyle, it's called. Nice. It's uh, three, um, three double bedrooms. And free en suites, which is perfect for us. We've got no kids. So, and the master bedroom had a walk-in wardrobe and a massive ensuite with a separate bath and all that kind of stuff. Perfect, right? And uh, we liked it. We looked at it about 18 months ago. It's up for, I think they were selling them for 385 grand as a, you know, just a bogo house. And I remember you saying, wow, this is expensive. Fucking hell, for a free bed detached, yeah. right? That Obviously, you, I remember it negging you out. Yeah, then. I remember uh, you guys. Well, you know, I, I must stress that I'm sure some of these guys are from down south and will probably be like, fucking hell. 385 grand for a, for a detached nothing. house is pennies. So I'm sure that, you know, it's all relative, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and anyway, 18 months later, I rang because this, this house that's just sold negged me out. And I was like, well, now I've got the, you know, when you get the, the urge or the itch, and like, I, I do actually want to look to try and get something bigger now. The off-road parking is the biggest thing that pisses me off. Uh, the fact I have to park a car down the street. And um, rang Red Row. I was like, right, Leamington Lifestyle, you got any left? And she went, yeah, we have. Actually, we've got one left. There's three properties left. Uh, there's the one three-bed detached Leamington Lifestyle, and then there's two four-bed detached things, she said. And I was like, happy days. How much is it? She went 430 grand. So it's gone up £45,000 in 18 months. And that's definitely one of these. No, it's not that, is it? That's Fucking the one, wow, wow, wow. You're not... I was like... <laughs> 430 bags for a three bed detached. Are you on crack cocaine or what, right? So <coughs> that is the um that is the market we are in. So anyway, I said to her, so I've never bought a brand new house before because we like character, you know, like something with a bit of character to it. So we've got an old terraced house now, right? 
But I don't mind the Red Rose because like Bay fronted and there's at least a bit of character to them. So I said to her, well, what'd you, what'd you get for your 430 bags? She went, a completely standard kitchen. Um, so it'd be like laminated worktops and just like a bogo kitchen. Um, you ain't getting granite for that. Bogo suites, uh, you know, like bathroom suites. Everything would be bogo. The tiles would just be bogo, like the white, just white bogo tiles. So you'd have to upgrade. Yeah, you wouldn't get any turf. So there's no, you just get mud and a fence. She goes, she went to me. You do get a fence though. <laughs> I should hope so. Because I want to know where, where, where my boundary is. Yeah. When I, when I come to turf it, the we guy will. comes round. Can I have some turf <laughs> in my back garden? Where you, Where does your garden stop? I oh, yeah. We, we couldn't afford a fence. <laughs> Can you believe that? You do get a fence. You, you get a fence. Um, and then what else did she say you got? Oh, you don't get any flooring. So there's no, like, it's just the concrete screeded flooring. So there's no flooring, no tiles, carpet, nothing. You're just on, like, the concrete thing. No grass. So for 450, because I was saying, I was like working it out thinking, by the time you put some nice flooring in, a, a, a better kitchen, because I mean, I, even our kitchen in our, I mean, I didn't pay anywhere. I didn't pay silly money for it. I screwed them to the floor for a decent deal. But even our kitchen's all granite and hardwood door, like proper wood doors, not chipboard doors. Um, so I'd want, I'd want something similar, but obviously this kitchen is going to be a lot bigger. By the time you've put a decent kitchen in it, decent bathrooms with nice tiles and flooring and done a, a nice job of the garden, you're probably not not a million miles off half a million pound for a three-bed detached mm. in Warrington. When you put it like that, yeah, that's a lot of money. It's for a three-bed detached. Like you say, it's half a million for a three-bed detached. It sounds a lot. Because it um, is. I mean, you showed me the uh, the pictures of this house. It is a nice house. Yeah. Um, The the rooms were big. Yeah. The ensuite, the master ensuite was massive. Yeah. Uh, like the same size as like um like a normal bathroom in a in a house, like the main bathroom, it's the same size as that. So it was, you could probably have squeezed a four better out of it if you wanted to. Well, it is. The size of it, they make the exact same uh, square footage of the house layout. They do make four beds in yeah. it. But obviously not everybody wants, so that would be four beds with one ensuite, one main master bathroom, and then a box room, like a smaller fourth bedroom. And for me... Well, for us, that's like completely pointless. Do you know what I mean? So that's why I was like, well, if you have people over, they've got their own bedroom, own bathroom. They're all decent doubles with their own en-suites and stuff. So for us, it would have, have been mint, but fucking hell. I mean, we've had a look. I reckon I can probably borrow, uh, by the time by the time we've put, clubbed everything together and what we could borrow from the bank, we've, we've looked into it with the bank. And uh, it'd probably be about a property for about 400, maybe 410 at a push. But the problem is, even if you squeeze, you scraped another twenty grand together, you'd be in a shell of a house. Yeah. With no flooring, no grass. They put grass at the front though, don't they? I don't know. Yeah. Do you know the reason they do that? So it doesn't look shit. Yeah. They don't do it at the back because nobody can see the back. Yeah. Unbelievable. That, That's it? why they, they don't do even it. get grass. Yeah. The only reason wow. I know that is because I my previous house to this was a new build, and that's what they did on that. Loads of grass at the front. Oh, it all looked mint. <laughs> you go around the back, and it was like. They're coming back to finish this. <laughs> it looked like a farmer's field. Yeah, he was just like, no, no, you don't get any grass at the back, mate. And I was like, well, you need to put some down. Yeah, someone's got to go down, hasn't it? We got grass off them, actually. Did you? Because um, something went wrong with something. And uh, my wife, yeah, nailed them down. Really? And they got um, Well, this is the thing. When, when did you buy your previous house to this one? It's 2000. August 2016. So that's what? Six years ago. And oh, the market was decent then, actually. But you, there was still scope okay, to be yeah. be haggling and negotiating with with builders. So you got like stamp duty free and solicitors, yeah. legals, legals, all that kind of shit. Yeah, we got we got probably about fifteen grand's worth of stuff for now. Yeah. Whereas I was talking to that woman about 
you know, like potential deals. I was like, so obviously if somebody come and said, you know, 430 bags, your happy days. And uh, like, you know, the kitchen, can you upgrade the kitchen, put a bit of granite in? And she was like, no, mate. <laughs> no. I was like, so you ain't getting you know, like shit. a bit of grass, you know, like a bit of this, that new. And she was like, no, no. We but don't you think that society that. as it is now, you, you can't get a discount off anyone. No. Any, anything now. I, I mean, let's, let's just, let's take a moment to reflect on where can you get a discount now? You can't. You can always get a discount at DFS, right? So don't <laughs> don't include them because they have like sales on all the time. Uh, apart from them. You can't because you go to no buy way. a car now, they'll tell you to jog on. If yeah. you start saying, I want 500 notes off that, it's like, no. Well, when I went to buy a Focus RS way back, the Mark III, before we even started the YouTube one, I was looking to get one anyway. Yeah. I couldn't even get 500 quid off a dealer. You had it up for like 22 and I was like, and it had a couple, a couple of miles, 40,000 miles at the time. I mean, even that now is more expensive. A 40,000 mile RS, you're talking 25 grand. The prices have gone through the roof. And back then, I was like, I'm sure he offered him like 21, maybe a thousand pound off. He wouldn't even meet me in the middle. He was just like, I'll, I'll just wait because I'll get it. And who knows if he did, but I didn't get it for 21 and a half, 21, whatever. I'm adding it. If you go and buy off a private buyer, you've got half a chance because. Private buyers are not... De See, dealer stock now, they're struggling for stock. So yeah. why would they discount the cars? They wouldn't, would they? They'd rather sit on it to make sure they've got stock. If they had shitloads of cars, they'd just be like, yeah, just get them out the door, get them out the door, just get rid, just sell them for whatever. Yeah. But they're not in that position, are they? Mate, looking at cars and stuff, it, it drives me mad. I, that Cooper I was trying to get, nobody knows this actually, but in the background, I've been trying to get a Mark 1 Leon Cooper R, I always wanted one as a kid. This is a bit of an inside sort of thing. I always wanted one. I remember when they first come out and I was like, wow, them things look mega, look really, really good. And um, I just always wanted one, but could never afford one. And now you can get, you can pick some up. Some are going for, you know, like really low mileage ones. Or there's some guy got one on for 10 grand and it's like a 40,000 miles or something like that. Fair play to him if he gets it. But um, I saw one on and it was, I think it was up for 2,250 pounds. And uh, the brakes are knackered on it. Apparently the whole braking... There's loads of other stuff that's wrong with it. He sent me the list, the guy. But the braking system's knackered. It need, Apparently the calipers are completely corroded and knackered. The, all the lines, hoses, pads, discs, the brakes are completely shot. So I've done a little bit of digging to find out how much it'd be to get this, um, you know, to replace the whole braking system and stuff and the, all the other bits and pieces that were wrong with it. So I said to the guy, initially... Um, I'll give you 1,500 quid for it. I knew I was taking the piss a bit because it was yeah, already pretty fair, cheap at 2250. But it's like, you've got to start somewhere, haven't you? Because mm. he'd either, either turn around and go, no, mate, it's 2250, at which point I'd have been like, well, you know, you know, and you, it's a bit of negotiation, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and it turned out it weren't the guy who owned the car I was talking to. So he said to me, um, somebody's coming this weekend to pick it up for two grand. Yeah. Somebody's standard. coming this weekend for 2,000 pounds. And I was like, it's going to probably cost me at least a thousand pounds to sort the, all the jobs out on it, even with help from awesome and, and everyone else at least. So it'd stand me at about three grand if I was to commit to, to, to um, 2000 pounds plus the fact it's on the South coast. So it's 247 miles away from where we are. So it's a 500 mile round trip. So I spoke to a transport cause obviously it can't be driven back. The brakes are fucked. So I spoke to them and they said it's 350 quid to go and pick it up, which I thought was reasonable. And that's mates rates. Yeah. I thought that was reasonable that because it's decent. mile, it's yeah, 500 yeah. mile round trip. It could even be to over two days. That's got to be nearly 200 quid. In, it's got to be 150, nearly 200 quid induced. Got to be. Surely. Yeah, got to be. So, um, 
anyway, I was like, right, well, I know that it's going to cost me 350 quid to pick it up. So uh, I said to the guy, well, you know, if nothing comes from this weekend, just give us a shout. Well, you know, I'll have a look into it and I'll see if I can, you know, if I can do anything better. Anyway, contacted him again. Um, 17.50 I went up to. I was like, I don't even need to see the car. I'm not interested in seeing it. Not bothered. I'm not coming it down there to tire kick. If you've got someone going down there this weekend, turns out the guy didn't pick it up anyway. It was still for sale. I think it still might even be for sale, this car. Yeah. On, on Auto Trader, right? Twenty two fifty. If you if you get in touch with him now, there's a guy coming this weekend to buy it for two oh, grand. Without a shadow of a doubt, yeah. But um so I said, well, obviously the guy didn't get it. I don't know why the guy didn't go and get it, but I said, I'm I'm d I don't even want to come look at it. I'm not interested. I'll just send somebody to come pick it up, right? So I'm not going to waste your time. I'll, you know, obviously I need it as cheap as possible because I've got to add 350 quid on just to pick it up. Yeah. And uh, anyway, just went complete radio silence, zero dark 30, heard nothing at all from him. So I was like, right, fair enough. I then messaged him back again and said, right, I really want this car for YouTube and I want one anyway, 1,900 quid. And he's still not got back to me. But it's not even anything back from him. You know, to say, I realise if he, if he wants two grand, just text me back and say, mate, it's two grand. Not bullshit me about somebody going to um, to uh, pick it up the weekend and obviously it's still for sale on Autotrade like four weeks later. It's still on there now, I think. But like, there's no sort of, no back and two. Like when I was selling cars, people used to be like, I don't want to pay that, I want to pay this. And then you'd be like, right, I can't do that. And, you know, there's just a bit of... Yeah, there's got to be, um, there's got to be a bit of a conversation because you, you, you go in low because you want to see where the, the middle ground yeah. is. Exactly, yeah. So you're not going to... If something's up for two grand, <coughs> I mean, going in at a grand may be a bit too cheap. Yeah. But if you, something's up for two grand, you're 100% going in at 1,500 notes, right? Yeah. 100%. And hopefully you get it for 1,750, maybe 1,800. You'd sort of like happy in your own mind. I've got 200 pound off it. You know, you're usually okay with it. Unless the car is ridiculously overpriced. Yeah. Which isn't unheard of, is it? No. But the guy's not even, by the sounds of it, not even interested in selling the car, but... Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe he's not. Maybe he doesn't want to sell it. I'm not getting anything back out of him at all. So I'm I'm like working my price up, you know, to sort of show a bit of willing that I'm not I'm not time wasting. I just want to have some sort of dialogue with you to get this deal over the line, right? Yep. And um, I'm just getting nothing back at all from him. So I don't well, I don't know what to do. As really. always, if it's meant to be, mm. it's meant to be. It's like the house. Yeah. You know, you you crunched your figures and you were like. It's going to be a struggle doing all the stuff and everything like that. And maybe this time next year, something will come up and you'll look back. And maybe another car will come up and you'll look yeah. back and say, you know what, when I nearly got that, I'm glad I didn't get that. Everyone says this, don't they? It's a saying, you know, if it's meant to happen, it's meant to happen. Definitely. And, but sometimes that is the truth as well. Because if you force something, um, you know, sometimes it, you're forcing it for no... You're forcing it, yeah. which means it's not supposed to happen. But... I mean, it's a, it's, it's just frustrating. It's just a car. I just want to have a conversation. It? It's like I'm trying to buy a car off a teenager that doesn't want to talk to anybody. Well, maybe he is. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. He don't was know. saying that if I didn't get if he 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 texted me back once and said if I don't get what I want for it, I'm just going to do the jobs myself. So I was like, right. So how much do you want for it then? <laughs> and yeah. uh, and obviously all he was saying was, and I never got a text back by the way. But all he was saying uh, that the one monetary value I got out of him was that one guy who apparently was going to pick it up that weekend for two grand. So I assume well, that he wanted two grand for it. When you said to me, can you message this guy just to see if he'll speak to you? I messaged the guy and said, have you still got the car for sale? And guess what? Yeah. He never replied. 
So now. maybe he doesn't want to sell it. People put stuff up and it's just like, oh, I'll just put that out for sale. And then it like, oh, can't even be asked replying to people when, when they're coming on saying, oh, yeah, I want to buy the car. Oh, it can't be asked, mate. Can't be asked even anyone coming around to kick the tyres. Pisses me off as well. Because you're wasting your time. Mad, in it? Like, don't advertise it. If you don't yeah. want to, like, even... Everyone knows, if you're a car dealer, you know someone's going to lowball you. 100%. Yeah. And even if you're, like, a... If you're selling a car yourself... So, what have we got here, right? Um, I don't know. Last car I sold. I can't really go off that, because that was the GTR and the RS6. So, say you've got a two grand car, right? And you put it up for two grand, and it's whatever... You know for a fact someone's going to come in. Well, you take fifteen hundred for it, mate, and yeah. then you go back and say, "Look, I'll take eighteen hundred, and that's it in it." And he'll yeah. say seventeen, and you might, you might, if you want to get rid of the car, it's seventeen fifty in it. Yeah. If you would put it up for two and a half grand, that's why you put the price up a little bit. Yeah. Because you know one hundred percent someone's going to knock yeah, you do down every time. every time. I did the same thing with my Xbox. I bought. I managed to get a new and the the thingy Xbox off Crep Chief. There's a story behind that as well, actually, because we got a lot of shit for this thing off Crep Chief. But um, I got that new Xbox, didn't I? The, what is it called? The Series X, is it? And I had the One X before it. So I put the One X. I had a look to see what, what they were roughly on online for. And I think some people were knocking them out for like, with a few games and a couple of pads and that for like 200 quid. So I put mine up. I think it was something like that. 180, something like that. So I put mine up for 150. And uh, it's on Facebook Marketplace. And within 20 minutes, a guy messaged me saying... Um, I'll give you 80, 80 quid for it now. I'll come pick it up. That's fucking less than half of what I put it up for. And that, it's cheaper than all the others that are on. Do you know what really winds me up with people who, who offer you money? So you put something up for 200 quid. I'll come and give you a hundred pound cash right now. <laughs> it's like, I ain't fucking that hard up, mate. <laughs> and I hope you fucking bring in cash because I don't want fucking peanuts for it. You know what I mean? Although you are offering me peanuts. Yeah. Of course, what are you going to fucking bring? <laughs> fucking euros. I'll bring you cash for it. But yeah, I know that I I'm... I suppose it's still cash, isn't it? <laughs> I'm co I know I'm contradicting myself because this guy offered me 80 quid. So he still offered me some money for it. And I have obviously offered this other guy some money for his car. But yeah, I but know 1,500 quid was harsh, but I was factoring £350 just for delivery, well, just for transport in my mind. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's not his fault it is that we're billions of miles away. No, no, but, it's not. That ain't his problem either. That was um, my problem, yeah. <laughs> but the, um, the fact of it is, yeah... When someone lowballs you, you're like, fuck you. Yeah. Fucking 80 quid for me, 200 quid Xbox, 180 quid or whatever you put yeah. it up for. So, yeah, maybe maybe it does get people back up, but that's what happens. The people lowball you. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, though, my £1,500 offer <coughs> was to the guy whose car it wasn't. Mm. And then my £1,900 offer was to the guy whose car it was. Right. So I was factoring me 350 quid in, £1,900. So, so I was still paying out 2250 which is what the car was up for. But obviously he was he was going to be three hundred and fifty pound worse off. But I think a car with that many problems because I think not everybody's going to want to take on a car that needs a full brake system and well all that kind of stuff. It's a big job that you've got a massive point there because that's just the stuff that he's told you that's wrong with it. Yeah, there was a big list. Apparently he took it to a garage. It was like a big list of all kinds of other shit. I think it was one of them was like a brake. Uh, I don't know if it was a master cylinder or the servo or something like that. There was there was loads of other stuff that ne needed sorting out. There was a little bit of an oil leak somewhere. Apparently, there was a little bit of oil around the turbo, but I spoke, I spoke to Johnny P because he's got a Mark One Cooper at, at Awesome, and I said, a little bit of oil around the turbo, bad thing, and he went, you, you'll be fine with that, mate. It's, but the thing is, car. 
Yeah, it's, what is it, 17, 18 years old? Something like that, yeah. 115,000 miles. But the thing is, yeah, once you've fixed the brakes, there's nothing to say. There won't be other stuff wrong with it. Yeah, exactly. So your little cheap, even if you got it at 1,500, 1,800 with delivery, 1,850, and you've done all the work, it's going to stand you at two and a half grand. Um, then there could be something else wrong. Could mm-hmm. need like pumps and engine work, anything. Yeah. You just don't know, do you? No. So might need a new clutch. It could be all kinds of things. Gearbox might be goosed. Yeah. Who knows? But the thing is, you buy a car, um, sort of like factoring in some, well, some factors, keeping it under in your budget. Because if you buy a car maxed out, that's with nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And you can buy these cars for like three and a half, four grand, can't you? Yeah, yeah. But then again, if you spend three and a half, technically there's no, as far as the seller's concerned, there's nothing wrong with it, but it could be. Uh, well, listen, we've... we've Plenty of people out there to rip you off. We've asked this question a million times, haven't we? Because we buy high mileage cars. Loads yeah. of high mileage Love cars. Love high mileage, Wilson. And, um... Because it's know, cheap. Well, it is because a Love lot of cheap. people steer away from him because like, well, they're going to come with their issues, which is not wrong. But I've seen plenty of people that have bought a middle-of-the-road mileage car and still had the same, if not some similar issues, to the ones that we've had with ours. So it's a difficult sort of situation with um, with what we do um, and how much we pay for cars and stuff. Because at the end of the day, you could end up having the exact same issues with something that's done half the amount of miles. I've what? seen people that have got... 70, like 80, 70, 80,000 mile RS4s, for instance, B7s, they're still having to have them carbon cleaned, new injectors. Yeah, because they coke up at like, they don't take long to coke no. up. And they're having, and that's a 1,500 quid bill. We've done it. We've been through it. Yeah. And this is the thing, in it? That, all right, ours was nearly double the mileage, 155, I think it was, when we bought ours. But it had to have injectors and carbon clean. And we was getting comments from people going, you should have spent more on, an, on, a, on one with less miles and all this kind of stuff. But... On the forums now, I see it day in, day out, 70, 80,000 mile car, 90,000 mile car, injectors, carbon clean. Mm. You know, and, and that's the thing. Obviously, there's loads of other stuff. The DRC goes on it. Um, people put coilovers on because it's too expensive to replace, you know, to fix the DRC. thing is, though, we've we've driven, if that with, with ours with a paint job now, it'll be fine. It's got refurbished wheels. Yeah, the interior still a bit tatty, even though it's got the wing backs in it. We need to change the back seats or sort the back seats out. But you wouldn't know, you wouldn't be able to tell that that car's done 100, nearly 170,000 miles because, no. I mean, it's made it around Europe. Been so it's car. not, it can't be that bad, can it? No, you know. that car is evil GT. Of course it is, yeah, everybody knows that car. And um, Mint, innit? It's what we've done the most videos on, I think. I think it is. And we've probably argue, the most money out of arguably it. spent the most, <laughs> uh, made the most amount of money out of it and yeah. um, spent the most on it. So... You know, it's it's just cars in general will cost you money no matter what you get, whether you get a cheap one or you get... You know, I've had brand new cars that I've had to go back in for warranty work. You got Ford to buy the Mark II back off you, didn't you? Cause yeah, you'd because you had that many problems fucked, with it. Yeah, So that was a that was a brand new car. Not even... It only done a few thousand miles. And um, yeah, so imagine buying that second hand. So you... Right, let me tell you this. That car went back to Ford before it got to 10... I think it went back at 9,000 miles. So I put 9,000 miles on it, right? Yeah. Because obviously I was driving it over the year when it kept going back in and I had all the problems. Got to a point after 9,000 miles of shit. Mm. Imagine how much a 9,000 mile car would be now. What, a Mark II? Mark II. Oh, fucking hell. Mark II folks RS. You're talking 45 grand. But 
Yeah. Still has shitloads of problems. Yeah, yeah, it would have, wouldn't it? And you'd buy that second hand. Thinking it'd be mint. Thinking, oh, it's done 9K. Yeah. That's like a brand new. And it was a well, dog. It was a dog, yeah. Absolute dog. Friday job. Yeah, Friday afternoon. They just wanted to get that fit fucker off the, <laughs> off the uh, production line. Don't bother wiring that thing up. What's that? <laughs> that thing where the map comes on and put it in reverse. Don't worry about that. Just, just plug it in. Well, which way does it go? Just put it in anyway. We'll sort it out on warranty. Yeah. I think so. that's the thing in it. You don't want any car that's been made on a Friday afternoon in the UK in the summer. Oh. Because you know for a fact all people are thinking is, I'm fucking, beer as garden. soon as I get out of here, I'm straight in the beer garden. I mean, yeah. I'll be completely honest with you. I'm thinking about the beer garden now. <laughs> and it's January. <laughs> it's freezing. I'm not thinking about going now because it'll be real cold. It's cold enough in here and we're inside. I'm talking about, I can't wait for the summer, yeah. for the beer gardens. That's the thing, isn't it? The you beer know. garden, the great British people love the beer garden. Oh, yeah. People have uh, take half days just because. People have days off. Oh, it's going to be 21 degrees tomorrow. I'll have a day off. Yeah. That's usually us, isn't it? Well, to be <laughs> fair, yeah. We um, we just finish early, don't we? Yeah. We still do a bit. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we, we're, we're about an hour, hour 40-ish, just coming up to, maybe, yeah. just over an hour and a half, right. into this podcast. Yeah. Talking about the money of YouTube, and have we spoke about enough of the money of YouTube? Is well, there anything else that we've missed out? We could maybe summarise what we have. I mean, there's loads of other things. We get um, we get a lot of help, a massive, massive amount of help from um, Awesome GTI. We spend a lot of time in Awesome GTI, as I'm sure you guys know. And a lot of people have had a whinge about it, because we're obviously there a lot. But Mark at Awesome, um, when we first met, we'll obviously have this conversation in more in-depth when we get him on the channel. But right at the very beginning, he turned around to us and said, lads, I'd love to um, to do as much as we can with you. Um, we love the channel. You're a good laugh. Um, we'd love to help you. Obviously, we'd love to help them as well. You know, like, is an evil GT helping awesome? Um, and he said, didn't he, at the beginning, as soon as I can, it, you know, if I ever see that this isn't working, like we're not helping them as much as they're helping us or vice I, versa. I remember the conversation. Mark went, uh, you know, I'm going to have to say to you boys, you know, enough's enough. Like we can't, you know, we can't fund what we're doing and we you know, we can't justify what we're doing. And uh, we've never been, we've never been in a position with any other um, company that we've worked with where he's literally just been that straight and down the line and just said, we'd love to help you. But if it doesn't work out, you know, we'll we'll cut our losses. Like we won't be afraid to say, right, boys, that's enough's enough. Well, you can't say fair in that, can you? I think being completely open and honest with ourselves and everybody who's listening, if if Mark did say, and whatever for whatever reason, we can't do anything with you anymore because um, we we've not seen any sort of like benefit from giving you stuff. Um, don't forget, uh, we get we get some manufacturers giving us like the Scorpion exhaust. Uh, we got that for free, like we've said. We really appreciate that. The Forge oil cooler that still hasn't gone on the RS4. Forge have donated that for free. All we have to do is video and a video on it, which is sort of like um, we help them out with a bit of YouTube exposure. You know, and, not that um, they need it. Not These that companies are massive. Scorpion, yeah, and Forge, obviously big. big huge, huge, but this just goes to prove that a lot of people just think, you know, marketing is you only need a one-off and you'll see results from it. These companies are continually marketing their brand and their products, no matter what, because they realise the benefit in continually marketing shit. Do you know what I mean? Well, if you look at big advertising campaigns, are usually done by big advertisers, big companies. Why are they still advertising? Why are they spending millions on advertising? Yeah. These are big companies doing it. Like because, Mackey's. Yeah, because they... they Coca-Cola. They, they're, staying in, they're staying in the forefront. Yeah. And 
let's be honest, if Coca-Cola stopped advertising, people would still buy Coca-Cola. Oh, of course you would. So why are they spending all this money? No idea. So, you know, you have to keep it going. And even for Mark, he's, he's doing us favours labour-wise and doing us discounts and helping us out. But he helps us out in little ways as well. We borrowed the van yeah. uh, yesterday to go on, uh, the day before to go and pick up the Sylvia bits up. And then yesterday we drove to uh, Telford, which is an hour and a half, hour 45, and come back. So that saved us the best part of £200 in a van hire. Yeah. So even though it's not cost Mark anything apart from a little bit of wear and tear on his van when he launched it. Um, and um, Rapid, that, you know. Transporters, it, <laughs> VW transporters. It went back with more fuel than we took it. Yeah. So, um, less tyre tread. Less tyre tread, yeah. So, <laughs> and you know, and that saved us money. So even, that's a favour from Mark. Yeah. And we appreciate them little favours. That's like something your mate would do. Yeah. But we look at Mark and everybody at Awesome as our friends. Yeah. And, um, you know, I would help anybody out there and I'm sure you would do the same. Apart from Habib. Fuck him. Yeah, fuck Habib, yeah. Um, <laughs> You're joking, Habib. <laughs> Habib's not listening to this, watching <laughs> no, he this. Won't be. He's got better things to do. He does one day a week and awesome, you know. He'll be, he'll be his feet up now. Right? Oh, I'm joking, Habib. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's move on. Um, I forgot what I was up to now. But yeah, so if Mark turned around and said, look, we can't do it anymore, uh, what we'd have to do and what we'd probably do, we'd probably have to find a mechanic and we just employ a mechanic to do all our stuff for us. Yeah. Because we, we, we can't do it, can we? No, the thing is, right, some people have the passion and the drive. Like Matt Armstrong, for instance, he's got the passion and the drive to to fix his... his um, very successful YouTube channel is off the back of him getting his hands dirty, fixing these cars and, and doing that kind of thing. Fair fucking play. He's clearly got the um uh the drive and the the passion to do it. I couldn't be I couldn't be less like I'm I'm not interested in and it's not just about getting my hands dirty. It's not that I asked about fixing shit. So yeah, awesome. That's why we carry on going back to awesome, but it's um everyone there's good. We like going. We could just carry on do going there. But we wanted just to change it out for, for everybody watching rather than seeing the same backdrop all the time, which is, you know, boring for if you're watching. And it's good for us going somewhere else. Yeah, definitely. We're, change the scenery. Yeah, when we went to SK Tuning, see Kyle with the S15. Yeah. It's just nice to go somewhere different. Um, bit of a longer drive, hour and a half, rather than 20 minutes to awesome. But is what it is. JDM stuff. Um, and people have probably asked, why haven't we taken the car to um, Crest? Well, the car hasn't gone to Crest because Tom's not set up to do any fabrication of body shells. So no. he's not got a space for a start. I mean, Kyle's going to have our S15 and the donor shell, and it's going to take up a lot of room. And the front end. And he's got it on a rotisserie, yeah. so obviously that machine, that, that jig stand, thing. the jig thing, it turns it around, all takes up room. Yeah. You know, so it's... That's why it's gone there, basically. Not yeah. because we don't, you know, we've fallen out with Tom or anything. Couldn't be further from the truth. Um, so, but it's trying to find somewhere. That car has been passed from pillar to post, mm. like since we've since we've had it. It's been all over the place. So, finding a person that says I can do everything to get it from this absolute shit heap with nothing on it to a car that you can go and take for its MOT. That was like mu music to our ears, wasn't it? Oh, perfect. Yeah, because. Like just trying to arrange transport alone for the cars. Like, for instance, I've gone to try and move the Clio from the back of my house to Awesome GTI, ironically, <laughs> to VBT, because it's having new brakes ready for the track day on the 5th of Feb, I think it is. Um, me and Pimmy are going to go on a track day. Um, 
and got the guy with the transporter there come round to, to collect the car he says you'll need your jump pack the battery will be flat we've already done it we know it doesn't move the car um, gets round there jump pack on fully charged car will not start nothing and he won't move it and knackered yeah. and the steering lock's on so we couldn't push it my drive's really really narrow it's only terraced house at the back of my house it's like a really long narrow thing and the steering lock's on pointing that way so it didn't we, we pushed it I can't get the steering lock off because I can't get the enough power in it so I bought a new battery for it but that again is all just like shit that you think it should just be dead easy getting a Clio on the back of a transporter and taking it to a low loader and taking it towards some GTI half an hour job no it's not an half an hour job nothing is ever simple and it's not and I don't know whether it's just us doing it the wrong way but um, we've spent the best part of a hundred grand doing it where it messes up <laughs> So, yeah, we could have bought a house and probably been millionaires by now, Rodders. Well, we could have been on our way. <laughs> so, <laughs> today's podcast, I hope you've enjoyed listening to us talk shit on the subject of more or less money. Yeah. And that's more or less where we're up to. So, hopefully, we're still going yeah. financially. Because the only reason we'd stop this, if we just we couldn't do it from a financial point of view. And it'd be a shame, really, because we really enjoy doing it most of the time. Obviously, have your ups and downs. Good days, bad days, things not going right, bit of stress uh, behind the scenes and stuff. Just little things like, you know, the other day with the technical side. You look dead stressed, you, mate. Stresses yeah. you out. I'm stressed with you. Fuck off. Fucking sat on your ass. You know what? I come out of the house before <laughs> and he's just like, oh yeah, I just waltz out with me brew and me chocolate. I'm fucking cameras and all kinds of shit. And he's like, you're the camera technician. That's what you do. Your other business is a media production company. That's what you do, all the camera yeah, shit. but... You get runners, don't you? I'm not a you fucking You need to runner, start mate. running shit. Hell no. I don't get here's paid enough camera, to be a runner. Here's some wires. Piss off upstairs <laughs> and plug shit in. <laughs> you fucking... Yeah, exactly. Whatever. So, um, we look forward to talking to you on the next podcast, which will be podcast number four. When are we doing that? Monday? Uh, Monday, yeah. Because you're pissing off to Vegas on we, and then that'll be Wednesday, the, is it? Yeah, well, Tuesday. Tuesday. Going to London, Heathrow, staying in the Heathrow, not in the airport, in a hotel next right. to it. Premier yeah. Inn, can't go wrong with Premier Inns, nope. can you? Um, Apart from the one in Anglesey, where was that? To be honest, some Premier Inns now are getting a bit, bit dated. Ropey, aren't they? Yeah, they just need maybe a bit of a spruce up. Mm. But um, yeah, so staying there, it was dead cheap anyway. It was like 30 quid for the night, and that's Bargain. London, bloody London prices. 30 so, notes? 30 notes, mate. Can it'd be cheaper to stay there than at my own house. I mean, if I would have gone into um, Tomahawk last night, it would have cost me more than 30 quid I in there. I bet you it would have as well. For me, um, for me, my sharing platter. <laughs> so good then. I might try it tonight. But yeah. then again, probably won't get in. Do you know what she did say it, Tom Rock? Oh, please come back, please come back. Oh yeah, I bet. After you saying piss off, there's no tables. <laughs> but please do come back. She what, was, in half an hour? Or? Yeah, yeah. Well, she said I can come back at half eight, but I was like, no, nah, it's way past my bedtime. That. Fucking bang on. This was oh, half six, this. It wouldn't settle right, that would it? No. Nah, it wouldn't settle right. Nah. You'd never be able to sleep. It'd be like not, one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> not on a Friday night. You know you know the way it goes. I do know the way it goes, yeah. How's your chocolate milk and granola going for I've run out of granola. I've really? not run out of chocolate milk. Haven't you? No. And this is the thing, people watching, listening to this, be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Chocolate chocolate milk and granola. Because that's what you eat. You have to watch the previous podcast, listen Lee, to the previous podcast. specifies specifically only chocolate milk with his granola. You won't have normal milk. Yeah. I'm surprised that your PA's not sorted you out more granola. Well, it's actually, actually. dairy-free chocolate milk. Is it? Yeah. It's not milk. It's like a soya thing. Oh, grim. That. It's nice. You want to try it? Really? People, uh, it's in like a brownie white packet, one of them carton things. Yeah. Oh, it's the future of um, cereals. Really? Yeah. Sounds grim. 
I'm not drinking that. Right, we need to wrap this up now because right. it's definitely done a couple of hours. I don't think we can <clears> talk <throat> shit for any longer. Nope. Thank you for listening, watching, tuning in in whichever format you've heard us in. I am working as well, actually, just very quickly, let me get this in. I am working on the Apple podcast thing and Spotify podcast and whatever other podcast I can try and get it on. This RSS feed uh, link that you've got to give to Apple I've, they're doing nothing with it, just keep saying processing um, to check back. It's been like two weeks. They, I don't know. I, so, I've emailed them and said, sort your shit out. I don't know. I don't understand what's going on. So what Benji's trying to say is, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcast, he's obviously fixed it. Oh, yeah, that's a point. Oh, uh, yeah. Because this is podcast number three. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're listening to this on anything, any streaming, that, yeah. yeah, Spotify, yeah. all that, he's obviously fixed it. Sweet. I'm right. trying. I am trying. We'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Is that the ending now? That's the ending.